How's the uh, video making going? <laughs> what do you mean? Interesting. Uh, I have a very easy idea for you. Okay. For uh, a post for, say, tomorrow when okay. this episode is live. I like it. Just take the Return of the King movie poster yep. and just, you know, take out King and just make it Keelan. And then just put Keelan's face on no, it. No, you can keep King. Just put my face on it. Just put a strike through line and then kill on underneath it. I like that a no, lot. No, you can yeah. keep the word king though. Yeah, but put a strike through through it. Yeah. No, just it. keep. <laughs> <laughs> and then just make everyone's face on their Keelan's face. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Cool. And if that doesn't happen now, I think everyone listening to this is probably going to hold you personally accountable for that's fair lack of Instagram content. So absolutely fair. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and it might even be worth another shit list entry if it doesn't happen. So. Yeah. Seems easy enough to do. Um, there's no, uh, there's no escape from the double entry. You're on there for life. I think there is. It's just you know it has. To, yeah, you have to be equally as unshit. Oh fuck. Which is un unlucky because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you find yourself uh, with nothing to do uh, at three twenty-five uh, a.m. again this evening. Oh, interesting. Like, what was he doing? Um, like this morning. Uh, nothing useful. Um, Feel free to go ahead and pull that off for us. Ready for the morning. What did I do? I'm pretty sure two female characters do speak to each other. And it's the... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a tough rebuttal. Yeah. But they do. Um, the, uh, the, girl, the girl child speaks to her mother in the siege of Helmsteep. Yeah, she does, but... Got him. You know. It passes the feminist rule check. <laughs> I can't remember the name. I can't remember it either. But there you go. But importantly, there are strong female characters in that movie. Oh, yeah. it's So it's all good. Such an egregious... Mm. If you unironically were coming after uh, that movie, it seems a little bit unfair. Because there are some good, solid characters. Female characters. There's a... Because there's, you know, the the meme format of... If Lord of the Rings was, you know, only when two female characters talk, and that's how I saw that, and it was yes. just that scene. Yeah, they did another one where it's, you know, when Legolas talks to Frodo, and it's two and a half seconds just long. Thin. You have my bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was more a, credits. That was more a proclamation in general, wasn't it? it? Wasn't really to him specifically. You have my bow. Yeah, that yeah. Is, the, it's not the royal. The royal you. you. No, it's, no, it's you, Sir Frodo. <laughs> um, but no, I think the whole trilogy really could have just been, you know, fixed. If they just, I don't know, left the fucking ring out for curbside collection. <laughs> just for someone else to pick yeah, up. Yeah, just like palm it off to someone else, someone else's problem. Why didn't they just like throw it in a pond in the Shire? Because Sarah It was in a pond and I, then a hobbit killed another hobbit yeah, over it, the ring. It was in a river, it was a bit different. Um, yeah, they didn't try a pond. Yeah, exactly. A pond would be easy for easier for it to find. No, Sauron didn't know where the Shire was. He was around for thousands of years, didn't re- read a map once. <laughs> Pretty clearly, like, right fucking there, too. Well, you forget that orcs aren't the best cartographers. It's, <laughs> it's smack bang between the old northern kingdoms of the orcs and the southern kingdoms of the orcs. Mm. Wouldn't no have gone. one likes the Midlands. <laughs> 
What do they got? They have one road there and back, and that's it. Greg's isn't just in the Midlands anymore. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps the Shire to almost all other races was really just a puddle and a couple of hills. Hobbits do be small. It was probably just like a valley. Mm. And everyone would just sort of like walk around it and not really look over the edge and see what was inside. <laughs> Absolute waste of time. <laughs> it was like four acres square inside a valley and everyone was like, oh, there's probably a you know a pond or something on top of that hill there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a small lake. <laughs> Certainly not the ring to rule them all. Not a single person noticed when a fucking wizard turned up and made a big dragon <laughs> through out of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> he probably cast some illusion spell over the valley. You've read the books. Is there any sort of spell? Uh, perhaps. He's not just a conjurer of cheap tricks, after all. Oh, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> that is interesting. I, I think they were very gun-ho to... Uh, Pick up the ring and just take off, you know? There wasn't really any second thought for any other potential ideas. No plan B, if you will. I think it took a number of years. There was a bit of, oh. bit of research happening. Well, maybe. What if all the peoples of Middle-earth linked arms and simply passed the ring from one another straight to the mountain? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Minimizing chain, contact with the ring. sounds like it has a lot of points of failure. <laughs> if you wanted to minimize contact with the ring, Sam should have been carrying Frodo the whole time. Uh, because Sam, when carrying Frodo with the ring, was never, you know, affected by mm, its... Uh, yeah. Yep. Or is that more of a, a point about, you know, how good of a soul Samwise Gamgee really is? Yeah, it's probably more that. Yeah. I think, yeah. Why couldn't they... Um, Power of friendship. Yeah, why couldn't they just put the oh. chain, like, attached to a stick or something so it was never actually touching <laughs> someone? Why do you have to fucking wear it around his neck? Didn't think about that, did they? Keep it secret, keep it safe. <laughs> a stick with a ring on it, not really secret, <laughs> not really safe. Well, you just tie, like, you know, a bandana thing around it. And you just look like a traveller. Like a gypsy hobbit. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, the rings of power ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's been done. Yeah, true. Mm. Uh, but yeah, can't wait for the uh, the Harry Potter TV show. That'll be good. Was that confirmed? Uh, I think so. Yeah, okay. Loosely. Allegedly confirmed. Hmm. Probably going to be good, I reckon. I reckon it's probably been long enough, old enough, uh, old enough story to remake it. No, they're not. Surely they're not remaking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like they're just going to skip over the main bit, so I guess do like the the day to day goings on of Hogwarts <sighs> and such. That's already a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Maybe they'll just do like a whole a whole series arc where it's uh, Harry regrowing his bone after he gets <laughs> removed by <laughs> Mister Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We watched that today at work because we were like, yeah, that was shit, wasn't it? And then you watch it again, you're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that prosthetic really did look nasty. <laughs> Can't imagine it would be a fun time having no bones in your arm. It could be fun for a moment. 
I don't know. You could do some stupid stuff, maybe. The, old, the helicopter arm, per se. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, check this out. <laughs> yeah. mm. Probably mm. better at slapping because of the elastic force behind it. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like you'd almost need like one and a half spins before you get to your target, though. Because <laughs> if you just go like this, it'll be trailing quite a bit. Like you'd have your shoulder past the point of contact before the arm hits. A golf club's generally trailing past your shoulder, though, and they fucking reef the shit out of the ball. They do. F- uh, I would argue they have a little bit more rigidity than a boneless arm, <laughs> than <laughs> the, a boneless the, human wing. The tests have never been conducted, <laughs> so that that is, um, yeah, cannot be proven. Um, if this was Miss Busters, it'd be um, what's the third option? Busted, not busted, and um, plausible. Yeah, I guess it's plausible. Yeah, we'll <laughs> go with that. I forget what the third one is. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. No. Because no. normally they get an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of, Matt, you're good for us to take out the uh, two main bones in your left arm, of course, because you're right-handed. Mm. We'll conduct some tests, write some stuff down. If we take Difference from between his... science and screwing around, writing it down. Yep. And uh, and then we'll just put them back in. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yep. Maybe to be a, also... A, like maybe we should take him from his right arm um, because that would force him to get better at things with his left. Ooh. It would be oh, a good learning yeah. opportunity. Good point. Uh, and then it would be like that surgery you can get where they break your legs and get a bit taller. Your arm, your right arm would be slightly longer than your left arm. Excellent. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> it's only up from here. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Matt has verbally agreed to it. So, yep. Uh, any doctors willing to uh, participate in this scientific study? Let us know. Surgeons love cutting people open. They'd have to, right? Yeah. A little bit too much. Yeah. How do they get away with getting paid so much if they enjoy it so much? Mm. You're mm. meant to hate your job, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Love what you do. Yeah. Never work a day in your life. Absolute chore coming here every week. <laughs> This isn't work. We people. don't get paid. <laughs> oh, that's much worse. Speaking of which, I called the union. Which one? The podcasters union. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Didn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> Stop wasting our time. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right, should we uh, run the song? Yep. Okay. Play the pre-recorded track. Mr. DJ. <laughs> nice. Better, better crack than last week. I don't know. Last week didn't have enough effervescence in my ears. <laughs> well, we'll blame it beverage on that. What'd you have last week? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Mustn't have been that good then. I don't, it could have just been Pepsi Max or something. Maybe a regular solo. Mm. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, this one was brought to you by a lemon lime solo. No sugar. Full flavor. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that's all it says. I thought there was more. No, I meant you're about to crack yours. So. Oh. Could have done it in front of the microphone. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 Ha <laughs> ha. 
What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 56 of the Storm of the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Not much. Excellent. Um, Matt, you're going to have to be doing something then. Oh, shit. What's going on? Um, slightly more than not much. Excellent. Yep. Good shit. Um, <laughs> let's get into our first topic then. How are you doing, first of all? Uh, all right. Oh, that's brilliant. Not, not, not too bad. What's um, going on with you? Uh, well, I had to have a blood test yesterday, which was kind of sick. Oh, got a, got a nice rash on my leg out of nowhere late last week. Uh, turns out shingles, which is cool. It's Been hanging around a lot of roofs. Uh, no, oh. no. Uh, it's the the chicken pox variant of shingles. So that's reemerged from. Uh, the the depths. depths within, yeah, <laughs> um, which is cool and slightly annoying. So I sort of have a bit of chafe going on on one leg, uh, which is just a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> Literally, or is it on the front? No, it's on the front. It's on the front. Um, but it's always surprising how quickly blood comes out of you when when they do a blood test. Mm. I swear she she pricked me and then was like, zip, zip, two vials full. I was like, fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Save some for didn't, me. Didn't even, <laughs> didn't even finish my sentence and I was, you know, ready to go. I was like, okay, fair enough. Did they give you a nice sweet treat to finish with? Or? No, no, actually, a bit disappointing. Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. Um, um, I was unaware of these developments in the blood extraction industry. <laughs> <laughs> Big blood. <laughs> I reckon if I cut myself across the inside of my elbow here where they took blood from, I'd be dead in 45 seconds. It was like pouring out. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a heavy flow, I guess. I guess. <laughs> heavy flow, you know, high blood pressure perhaps. Got got too much. Maybe I need to go to a local apothecary and get some bloodletting done or something. <laughs> I uh, I actually did that over the over the last week. Oh, um, oh, really? Yeah, one leech. <laughs> <laughs> just Not one bad. leech worth? Yeah, just one one leech. Um, and I don't think it was on there long because I had taken off my hiking boots mm. and had put on my Crocs yep. but left my socks off to, you know, air out my feet because I've been in hiking boots all day mm-hmm. and got one leech from walking from camp to the toilet. Yep. So, I yeah, I don't think it got much blood. Yeah, okay. So I think enough. the medical benefits were... Um, Next to none, but um, yeah, right. Uh, the bulk placebo billing? effect, pretty good one. Bulk billing, at least. Uh, he didn't actually charge me at all. Oh, there you go, um, perfect. Yeah, he just kind of um, asked for my name, social security. <laughs> <laughs> Took a bunch of information, <laughs> address, mother's maiden name. You know, all the usual stuff. Yeah, the doctor name, asked name for. your first mm. pet. Yeah. Street you grew up on. Mm. Mm. The usual yeah. stuff. Yeah. No unusual charges yet. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome back. Oh, thank you. How was your hike? It was um it was really good. Uh it was tougher than I thought because my bag ended up quite heavy. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, it was um I weighed it the the night before and it was 27 kilos before I had put in the day's water. That's quite weighty. Yep. So, uh, on your first 
um, multi-day hike. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend taking three cameras. <laughs> um, but I think I think it was worth it. I shot a lot of film. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like everyone else's packs were getting, you know, lighter as they went on. Film and batteries don't get lighter as you use them. Mm. Mm. So. Yeah, interesting. So you um, you carried the cameras for the whole uh, the whole paparazzi group then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just you? Yeah. A lone paparazzo. Yeah. Mum carried one camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Not bad. But yeah, no, it was um, there was some there was some long, long walking days. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's a cool thing to say? What's a highlight? I guess I'll give you a highlight. I'll give you a highlight. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, probably uh, going up Mount Ossa, which is the tallest mountain in Tasmania. Oh, right. It was probably the clearest day we had. Nice. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. And you can you know see everything from up there. Nice. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, hopefully the pictures turn out. <laughs> I'm not nervous <laughs> at all. Um, finger, but yeah. finger over the lens. <sighs> <sighs> the first time I got the medium format camera out. So it's a, it's a range finder, which means where you're viewing, where you're framing up the photo, it's not looking through the lens. Mm-hmm. I took four photos with the lens cap on because ah. oh. I was in a rush because the light was so pretty. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Happens to the best of us. Clearly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was pretty good. Would recommend. Nice. Yeah. Uh, was it chilly? It was really fucking cold. <laughs> we only had one night that there was frost, though. Not bad. Um, and we weren't in a tent for that night. So that was good. Yeah. I think the first day was probably the coldest because as I mentioned off off air, it was um, southerly, southerly breeze coming mm. straight from the Antarctic. Yep, pretty chilly. Uh, very chilly, and it was rainy. And my waterproof go- gloves um, were not as waterproof as they should have been, I suppose. Mm. False um, advertising. Water won the war of attrition, <laughs> <laughs> made its way in, and. Uh, I didn't realize my hands were wet until I took my gloves off and accidentally gave them a squeeze and water came out of them. Oh. I was like, oh, there's no getting my hands warm for the rest of the day, is there? So no. that wasn't a vibe. <laughs> Very tough <laughs> mental game day one, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Visibility was uh, was next to nothing after we got up the bit past Cradle Mountain. Yep. Um, there was hopes of summiting Cradle Mountain day one and it was pointless because you couldn't fucking see it. Yeah. <laughs> so we moved on. And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm carrying three cameras, but I can't see very far. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, it cleared up for us. We got very lucky with our weather window. Days, the first day and the last day were probably the worst rain, so. That's right, then. Yeah, can't complain. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. All right, should we get on to our first segment? Yes. I almost nodded <laughs> on <laughs> this audio format would medium. Been, would have been helpful. Audio, audio medium format. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, this week's nominations for the unofficially sponsored so Butcher Butcher of the Week, Maddie. Uh, I'm going to completely change mine. Uh, Whoa. Go on. Yeah. 
I have for the for the listeners at home, there's a nomination written down there. It's a little bit cringy. Upon reflection, uh, I was just mad that my sports team were losing. Don't skip ahead. Not really a fair butcher of the week, in my opinion. But moving on to a STB favorite, KO Sports. Mm. <laughs> mm. What do they do this week? It's probably better at this point to start asking, what didn't they do? Uh, this afternoon I went to flick on the ice hockey. Mm. You know, there was, what, 10, 11 games on today? Something like that. <laughs> 10 games being played simultaneously at one point. <laughs> um, Actually, though? There was... Oh, yeah, maybe like six. That's or, outrageous. The Oilers were versing who this afternoon? Do you remember? Avalanche. Yeah, Colorado Avalanche, right? Go to flick it on. No, nothing teams. Not really playing for anything. <laughs> out of contention. So, not an important game, really. Yeah, not definitely don't have the best and possibly the second best player on one of yep. the teams and defending champs That's it. on the other team. Um, went to flick it on this afternoon. The first 15 minutes of it was uh, MLB. was baseball. Mm. Yeah, cause that was pretty cool. I hit the ice hockey button and like um, the worst sport yeah. of all time. You couldn't. <laughs> I'd say you couldn't. Outside of Test cricket, you couldn't get uh, such a difference in the amount of action going on in sports at once between <laughs> ice hockey and baseball. Polar opposites. Mm. Uh, yeah. So add them on the list. Yeah. Watch for the Is week. That their for fault that. or did? Like, did the MLB just run real late? Were they both playing just, like, super defensive shit baseball or something? Uh, I didn't look into it. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's Kato's fault because it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Just compounding errors, really, Mm. uh, from Kato. Spanning as far back as Good Friday, I would say. Uh, Whether it be starting broadcasts late or cutting them early. Sick. (laughs) Watching the ball... Fly through the middle sticks. As the final siren of the fourth term goes, straight cut to the next game. Cool. But the thing is, though, why do they have to do that? To me, there's no good reason why they have to because if they cut straight to the next game, in five minutes... Later, that broadcast is going to stop anyway because they're like, lol, huh? your game ended. Go to move to exactly. the other one anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They should be showing you they're, stadium feed. They slash. do them on separate streams anyway, and then they just, yeah. These are all interesting and valid questions. Because <laughs> you literally should just be sitting there. You should get then the team singing the song in the locker rooms. Yes. And then the coaches' interviews afterwards all on that game. You should, but you don't, but you should. You're at least yeah. owed... You don't always. Uh, the, the song. The Thursday-Friday games you sometimes do because there's nothing there's else nothing going on. on yeah. um, the block. But you're, <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're definitely at least owed the song. Mm. <laughs> Especially for teams that don't hear it very much. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Um, no skipping ahead. My, <laughs> my nomination, same vein, uh, is Fox Footy specifically because they are... Oh. That were uh, mm. responsible for this broadcast uh, in the Sydney Swans versus Port Adelaide game. Uh, the the broadcast and the shots that they chose to use mm-hmm. at the end of it, uh, awful. 
this on the um, decision review. Yeah, the the lack of the mm. a lack of replay. Yeah. Well, I should say a the shot over the you know over Ollie Florent's shoulder as he's kicking the ball. Fine. Okay. Happy with that one. Mm-hmm. That's all right. That's a classic shot. Classic me. shot. Right. Need to have it. As soon as a fan in front jumps up and has their arms in the shot, switch then. I did see a stall of that. That was funny. Don't wait like a second and a half. Once he's kicked the ball, let it travel a little bit so you get a bit of a, you know, direction of where it's going. Mm -hmm. And then switch to see what's going on, you know, goal square-ish. Like like normally they'll do that. Normally they'll do that. Uh, This week they gave it, I don't know, half a second before the ball uh, got to where the line was. There was no replay. Mm. Um, so, you know, Port Adelaide celebrating. Sydney's unsure of what's happened. Uh, and I guess they saw a replay on the screen before we saw one on the full broadcast because they sort of knew what had happened. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I had to skip back in the broadcast to watch it again just to see frame exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> couldn't, have, couldn't have shown and replay two minutes after, within two minutes after it happening. Probably not. But they'd already clocked off. So yeah, yeah. Siren, I guess so. the siren had gone. <laughs> guess so. So yeah. Fox footy. Uh butch of the week for me. Uh mine is not on here, but it's quietly Gary Lyon. Oh um, for his horrible take on Ruckcraft. I'm already salivating at the mouth. Uh yep. for our listeners at home. Uh my thoughts are my own. But as co temporary host of the Storm in the Beach podcast. Mm. Not a fan of Gary Lyons. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I, I look, as a player, I could never like Nathan Buckley because he played for Collingwood and that was the era that you no one liked Collingwood no. unless they were a Collingwood supporter. Uh, the suburb of yep. Collingwood was not yet gentrified. <laughs> 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 Property values have risen since. Um so but teeth in mouth. Sitting there watching <laughs> watching Gary Lyon saying um, that, uh, fuck, what's his name? Was it Cam Guthrie? No, Blitzarves. Blitzarves, mm. yeah. Yeah, that Blitzarves um, had every right to cross the the centre line during a, um, a centre bounce, uh, not jump, yep. and have every right to <laughs> complain when he gets kneed in the ribs by an actual ruckman uh, is a... Shocking take. Uh, and Nathan Buckley, a great of the game, was very level-headed and said, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. Live yeah, on that, is, that is no paraphrasing there. That was live on, on seven. Gold. Um, but no, I think if you're going to, penalise Lloyd Meek for, I don't know, contesting the ball instead of looking at the other Ruckman. Instead of blocking the guy out of the Ruck contest. Yeah, I is... think from now on, just play the man. The ball's oh, not yeah, there. just go straight for the guy. Two points every tackle. Yeah. If it if they get a concussion, six points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the only way I can see this game going, uh, realistically. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Oh, man, I am fired up now because in the North game, North versus the Dockers. Did you cover it this week? You would have. Man. Blues. The Blues. My bad. <laughs> Wiped from your memory, huh? Uh, 
I can say this even as a biased North Melbourne supporter. Jack Zebel had a few contentious moments in the back line. There was a little bit of niggly pushing and shoving. But one thing uh, in a similar vein of what Keelan was just saying, Charlie Kernow, uh, the ball was kicked up inside 50. It's Kernow and Zebel. They both go for it. A little bit of, you know, hey, how's it going? Grabbing of each other's collars. Mm-hmm. Instant penalty, free kick awarded to Kernow. Uh, I believe players, especially defenders, are expected to watch their man catch the ball and kick a goal. You're not allowed to do anything about it. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Mm. So, wasn't a huge fan. And uh, to my surprise, on social media, uh, most Blues supporters were also agreeing that (laughs) they got a little bit of the rub. Uh, which was nice to see. Interesting. I'm Great. surprised they had time to hop on social media given that <laughs> flights are open for, sorry, uh, not flights, accommodation closer to the, even closer to the MCG is open for booking um, <laughs> for September. So It's great to see uh, footy fans coming together against umpires. <laughs> A common enemy. They can't <laughs> dissent us all. <laughs> They'll fucking try though. <laughs> The enemy of my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's not, you know, l- that isn't isolated with Zebel, um, or even in that particular game. Mm. It It is a bit, as Buckley said, couldn't agree more. You have to allow the players. There's a difference between clotheslining, swinging the man, you mm. know, WWE suplexing a guy into the ground. You have to let the players contest the ball. Mm. Unless you want to see a bunch of witches cones on a field with scores of 300 to 380 every week. <laughs> Maybe that's what they want. It, yeah. It's so <laughs> frustrating. What's the point of a ruck contest? To contest the ball. You just do it like uh, like netball and every two possessions it swaps to the other team and they get to kick it from the center circle. Or maybe like the back of the square. Please don't give them any ideas. <laughs> I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> and then you can't run with the ball as well. Oh. And you're not allowed within three feet of the other guy who has the ball. <laughs> Nick Holman on <laughs> Suey Watch after those rules. <laughs> just, I can't comprehend. <laughs> All right, uh... I have a nomination, uh, sorry, um, a movement on my shit list. Putting it in. Mm, wow. Yeah. Uh, Fox footy broadcast again. <laughs> it's going on the list. Sorry. You, you were bad two weeks in a row. <laughs> You're on the list. Speaking of the list, we allude to there being an actual list every there, time. There is a list, it. yes. Yeah, is it updated? Uh, I don't know. It could be. I don't think it is. I made a document like episode three. I haven't put anything on there since. <laughs> uh, it could be. I'll find it. I think I think what we need to do uh, is collate all nominations and have a running list mm. just to make sure that when people uh, do something that is great, say, for example, if... Uh, KO Sports, I don't know, gave us all two free years. 
we could remove one of their 17 <laughs> entries. <laughs> yeah, okay. We just need to give the people um, <laughs> where everyone sits. <laughs> Last uh, noted entry was the 25th of August. Mm. I feel like there may have been entries between now and then. There was definitely nominations between now and then, yeah. Um, it was probably just KO Sports more times, to be honest. Yeah. But we'll get that updated. Uh, Fox, Fox Footy's going. You'll list. make a pretty graphic and it might even go on social media. Sure. Okay. Uh, Fox Footy's on the list. So Matt's obvi- on the list. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's king of the list. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. He's the, uh, he's the champion of the list. If the list ever has to fight someone, they send him in. <laughs> Nominate him as the champion to do battle. Um, yeah, so obviously Fox Footy spoke about the end of the Swans match this week. Mm-hmm. Not great. Uh, went around to Matt's last week to watch the Suns Cats game. Oh, invites. Oh, <laughs> mm. we would have uh, would have FaceTimed you in, but no signal. You weren't yeah. in the country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the math doesn't line up. Um, but literally, I don't know, three times in the first five, ten minutes of that broadcast, mm-hmm. the cameraman must have been snoozing or something. <laughs> the ball would get kicked down the field and he's dead set like a second late behind <laughs> Outrageous. And it was the same bloke every time. It was like the guy, wow. the main guy up above the press boxes. It's not a fast-moving sport like hockey or basketball. It's not that hard to see the ball either. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's the middle of the day, middle of the afternoon. They weren't getting bombed up, you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I had a feeling he might have uh, had a talking to at quarter time. Because it was all right after that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. First few minutes was was not great. <laughs> Everyone has their off days. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Maybe the real cameraman got stuck in traffic and it was actually, <laughs> it was actually the guy that wrangles the cable that was operating. <laughs> Man, it would be hard to operate those cameras. Uh, no, it's easy. First time, you don't think? It's very intuitive. Ah, well. Yeah. It's, it's not like the old-timey cinema ones when you're sitting there with two wheels. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just like... Oh, so... It, no, just this, point the camera at what you want to see. It's, yeah, it's, this bloke is well and truly up the creek yep. with no paddles then. 100%. Yep. He was like sipping a coffee on the side <laughs> or whatever. He's <laughs> <laughs> He's having the refreshing taste of powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, actually, speaking of old beers. Mm, go on. On, on the trail, because it's, it's not just... It's not just National Park. It's World Heritage listed, right? So there's Ooh. some historical shit that's man-made. Yes. And turns out up Mount Oakley, there's uh, they used old beer cans as markers. Okay. Yeah. Did some, because, you know, they're all rusty and yeah, f- yeah. fucked. I managed to piece together uh, that the majority of them were actually Carlton Draft. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, the the Grady United Brewing logo hasn't mm-hmm. changed much. Yep. It's exactly the same. Yep. And uh, yeah, so in case you're wondering, um, Carlton Draft, the official beer of uh, Cradle Mountain National Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I definitely didn't get a photo of it. 
I did. Yeah, I got a lot of photos of beer cans <laughs> hanging on sticks. <laughs> You're like the bloke that goes on the Antarctic cruise and takes photos of the icebergs and subjects his no. friends and family to watching them. Takes photos of the boat he was on. <laughs> Oh, you're going to love this next berg. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> so it's similar to the last one, right? But <laughs> this one had a lot more underwater, but, you know. I only managed to take uh, take 60 photos of the ocean on the way down there, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Here's the Tasman Sea. Here's more of the Tasman Sea. <laughs> oh, here's a treat. The Bass Strait. <laughs> No, wait, that's the Tasman again. <laughs> I think we started moving into the Southern Ocean here. Next one. Yeah, See, yeah, definitely fact, Southern Ocean. No, no yeah. borders on the sea, so I actually <laughs> couldn't tell. Hard to tell, hard yeah. to tell. Oh, if you just look closely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, okay. All right, ready for our round four recap. Time on. Yes, sir. <sighs> We're really not good at that. Uh, no, I'm a little congested, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help. It has charm. We could pretend. No, that's if, worse somehow. If the AFL was broadcast on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Mm. AFL 9's coming this summer. Live on Twitch. I wouldn't watch that. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's nine very tired blokes. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. <clears throat> Easter Thursday, and we started the round up north with the Patchy Lions hoping to fill their bellies as they. Uh, played dinner host to the undefeated Pies. The red-hot Pies showed that they weren't to be scoffed at, leading at the first break and giving the Lions a two-goal hill to climb thanks to a pair of majors from Bobby. But the Lions took a huge bite and then some out of that lead, kicking 10 goals unanswered, capped off by Cam Raynering in his fourth. Brody tried to keep the score in my check with three third-quarter goals, and Nick Dayclos clearly has no days off, finishing with two goals and 38 disposals. But all cams were on Charlie as he kicked his sixth goal. Despite trailing by four goals or more from halftime onwards, one certain Fox footy commentator was adamant that the Pies were just a single goal away from mounting a comeback of 2022 Collingwood proportions. <laughs> Unfortunately for Collingwood fans, the Gabatoire was now up and running like a well-oiled machine, <laughs> and would be pumping out freshly baked batches of pies filled with 3 and 20 blackbirds ready for Good Friday. <laughs> Brisbane Lions, 18-8-116, defeated Collingwood Magpies, 11-17-83. Who was the commentator? Who do you think? Vite. It was. It was obviously, you know, known for his antics. Uh, really? Yep. Gets around. Yep. Um, it was too much for... 99% of the population because social media was just in flames. Um, they got to retire one day. 
We'll take up the mantle. I mean, if, if BT was around in the 40s, he would have said that Poland was in with a chance still <laughs> if they could just, you know, get a couple goals here. <laughs> it was that kind of stuff. The Lions were pumping them. And he's like, oh, I just feel like if they could get one here, they're fucking six goals down. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say after they ended the, the Lions' 10-goal streak? Oh, he, here we go. Yeah, he definitely alluded to them. Yeah. Yeah. Alluded to or just <laughs> full beans straight into it. There was no nuance in it. That's yeah. for sure. No, they uh, got spanked. People were absolutely sick of it online. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Once again, actually, I think I think the long weekend has really settled down social media because not only did Carlton fans agree that umpiring was dodgy, but... Mm. Everyone complaining about BT is just some nice harmony in the world. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, everyone had a good amount of time to reflect on the true meaning of Easter. And we've just come together a bit Mm. closer. (laughs) Yeah. In our dislike for BT and his antics. Yeah. Um, Also like to point out, Collingwood may need some goal-kicking practice. Uh, Combined 32 behinds in the last two matches. (laughs) There's a bit of that going around. A lot of goals missed. Mm. Yeah, there's a few teams with, uh, <laughs> that need new boots or something. At least they got the ball inside 50. <laughs> Don't skip That's it. Opt- That's optimism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that. I feel that pain as a North fan. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pain. Some clubs will never know. Sadly, no, they will. <laughs> you hope so. You hope so. What goes around comes around, Matthew. Uh, North Melbourne versus Carlton Blues. Almost 50,000 attended the Disney Marvel superhero Megadome last weekend to see the Clash of the Titans <laughs> the most since 2013. North versus Carlton. A little blue-on-blue blue action. Let's hop to it and get into the pouch of this completely one-sided recap. Put in a fit Larky, Mackay, and Logue, and North may have hippity-hopped their way to victory. But the team that received back-to-back wooden spoons and lost over 10 consecutive games with margins of 50, several of those being 80-plus just last season, what a turnaround for the club. The mighty shinbone of spirit is truly shining through under Alistair's cabinet and what is essentially the same team from last year, minus some unpleasantries. <coughs> Jason Horn Francis. Jason Horn Francois, I wrote, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Prove that they may crack the top eight. Flag ruse in two years, perhaps? This bias commentator says, yes. I don't like the word flag, flag ruse. <laughs> Scott, Slevo, and Pal, who sometimes cop a fair amount of abuse from North fans. You know how some people get, you know, emotional things on the line. It Mainly me. (laughs) Damn Slevo. However, he played a stunning game. They all did. North may have had the... North may have the best midfield in the league. (laughs) With LDU and Jai. (laughs) (laughs) Cripps was unusually quiet, and Cam Zerha sprayed a couple of shots, like Rambo waving his gun left to right through the Vietnamese jungle. But like Rambo, 
He is an authority. Final score, 11-18-84. North certainly had their opportunities. Carlton, 16-11-107. Mm. <clears throat> Not bad. Best midfield in the comp. Interesting. Yeah. It's definitely a sentence. Ben, it's, ben it's, Cunnington. It's a take. Veteran Todd Goldstein. Who, who didn't even start round one. They were just uh, dropped. There's too many choices, clearly, because they're the best midfield in the competition. <laughs> they're too good. Uh, now, I didn't get much time this week um, to write my recaps or watch much footy. So then this, this next recap uh, may well be read by me, but all thoughts are Matt's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I haven't previewed it, so we'll see how we go. I probably should have, if I'm honest, though. Excellent. Uh, all right, so Adelaide Crows versus the Fremantle Dockers. Get prepared for probably no facts. <clears throat> A beautiful Saturday afternoon at Adelaide Oval for the footy. Saw rowdy Crows fans riled up off the back of the mighty win in the local derby. The crowd was cheering louder for Adelaide than at Elton John's ninth and final. I promise this time for real. <laughs> World Retirement Tour. <laughs> Just like Elton himself, superstar Taylor Tex Walker produced hit after hit, slotting four platinum goals between the big sticks. But where would Elton be without Bernie Rankin, his totally not gay best friend who kicked three majors <laughs> and two behinds? <laughs> sorry seems to be the hardest word to say to a fan base of flag mantle. F- sorry, uh, you misspelt spoon mantle. <laughs> Flag mantle fans with cold hearts after now, oh no now they damn it now to be spoon mantles I jumped ahead display on Saturday 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 I don't understand any of these references I can but assume they are Elton John songs <laughs> it's worse than we thought <laughs> I don't listen to Elton John I'm sorry. <laughs> Saturday, 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 Saturday. My my parents didn't really listen to Elton John either. I can only assume that's where you guys got your... Yeah, no, we were like a Paul Kelly household. Oh, that and and I was suckered into Elton John's eighth. I promise (laughs) this is the final tour. (laughs) Happy years back. (laughs) (laughs) I can't mm. be disappointed with Paul Kelly. Yeah, I haven't even seen Rocket Man, so <clears> I mean, I, I know nothing. So, um, but yeah, sorry. Uh, the the Crows showed. I'm still standing with two consecutive hits, as fans chanted, "Don't go breaking my heart." I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> with top eight hopes alive and flickering like a candle in the wind. Sounds familiar, but I couldn't hum the tune. <laughs> Perhaps the Crows' future lies beyond the yellow brick road. Why is that a Wizard of Oz reference? (laughs) 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 They're the pride of South Australia. And Crows fans, you can tell everybody that this is your song. Final score, (laughs) 17-9-1-11 to Adelaide. 10-12-72. Spoon Mantle. (laughs) Pretty good. The echo chamber lives. Well and truly, <laughs> jumping the spoon I mantle literally on your can't own accord. Be- I literally can't believe I, I, I did that and then two seconds Hive later. Mind. Don't skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you for that lovely recap. 
um, I was promised in the chat earlier when uh, Matt volunteered to uh, write that recap that there wouldn't be any Elton John hate, and I guess there wasn't. Much love. Yeah. 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 Uh, exposure therapy, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Just sprinkle it in in small doses. Yeah, it's positive. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, Richmond Tigers versus the Western Bulldogs. To say it was raining cats and Footscray footy clubs at the G last week would be an understatement. The dogs embraced every second of mud-loving fun in the first term, kicking 6-3, while the Pussy Tigers, not wanting to get their fur wet, kicked a measly 2-4. The second term saw the sun come out and the Tigers came to play, kicking seven goals straight. The doggies were kept on a tight leash as they watched their beloved family cat prance around the inside like the king of the castle. The doggies determined to overthrow Charlie from his throne, fought long and hard through the second half, ultimately breaking free from the leash and crashing into the living room, forcing the timid cat to hide up in its scratching post. Uh, <laughs> Bevy was nothing but chuffed with Timmy Boy English, who ain't no airy fairy princess. Quite the opposite, really. Imposing his, <laughs> imposing his will on the pitch and proving he ain't a big game player on account of his stature alone. Timmy made the difference, bagging a brace to send Tigerland packing with their tails between their legs. <laughs> Final score, Tigers 84, Doggies 89. I would have preferred a little bit more commitment to the accent. It needs to I'll pull that out more often. Just to practice it. <laughs> yeah. Hours. Put the hours in. I forgot how I wanted to read it when I was in my room. Ah, rough. And it showed. Well, you probably should practice it because, you know, you're going to have to order breakfast at Greg's at <laughs> some point in the near future. So Yeah, make it as easy as possible for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, mate. We're going to be sausage roll for his money. Why didn't you say so? Oh, why, geezer? Can I just have a uh, Cornish pasty cheese? <laughs> yeah, cheese. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no. I will have the sausage roll as well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One sausage roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the ketchup, love? <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, terrible. I'm Man. out of practice. Tim English uh, looks like a prototypical big man that was created, the way he sort of moves around the pitch. <laughs> it's very robotic. Lumbers around. It, it's hilarious. Like, he truly is just the original seven-foot guy, but he just gets it done. He understands the game, and he plays well. He looks like he's fred, fresh off the uh, the Action Man villain press. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. He looks like, you know, Dolph Lundgren in Rocky. <laughs> but on a footy field. Dolph Lundgren looking like the <laughs> Oh, that's so accurate. Man. I, um, I don't know. The seven-foot guys in the AFL are just different because loving American sport like the NBA 
you constantly get told, you know, oh, it's a long way up there for those big fellas, knee problems, can't expect them to be bending over or catching a ball moving too fast. Mm. But all the seven-foot blokes playing AFL, they will dive headfirst at the ground <laughs> for that ball, which mm. is ridiculous. Long way down. Yeah. It must, I imagine it is the same feeling of when you're up on the roof and you look over the edge and think, man, it's pretty high. <laughs> Don't want to hurt my knees. <laughs> they just go for it. That and some of them aren't massive units so they can get up there with the hops as well. That's true. Get up yeah. even higher that, somehow. That is true. Especially like a Joe Danaher sort. Not obviously super tall, but he can climb up there because he, I don't know. <laughs> Weighs 20. Yeah, he, he drifts up there in the breeze sometimes <laughs> running around. His game is about staying down. That's <laughs> the hard part. <laughs> Meanwhile, Levi Casbolt's got just too much muscle on him to go oh, for yeah. a fly. It's yeah. too big. Man, he must eat He's so much. Just knocks everyone over from the bottom up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Probably really good at those carnival games where you got to hit the hit the stacked cans over. <laughs> those were glued to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. He just throws himself <laughs> into them. <laughs> You're not going to tell Levi Casbolt that he can't have the big fluffy teddy bear. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Point one of the fucking air rifles at him. <laughs> frame with the water gun that fills up the balloon <laughs> <laughs> after he skittled your whole stand <laughs> put a ping pong ball in his mouth <laughs> alright we get to the start of the Saturday evening games and what broadcast genius decided both should start at exactly the same time when we had five days straight <laughs> to watch the footy games <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess that was my problem to deal with as I sat on my couch looking like Forrest Whitaker while trying to watch both the Suns and Swans <laughs> games at the same time. Oh, oh, oh. Catching strays. <laughs> Great actor. <laughs> uh, do you reckon, you know, when you're on set, do you reckon, like, you know, he asked for an eye line? <laughs> He's got to cover one of them. Oh. <laughs> Where am I looking? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The sons travelled down for Easter Mass and marvelled at the sight of the Saint Super Church. It was an old-fashioned arm wrestle until halfway through the second quarter, when Jack left the sons hig in wonderment. His handiwork around the tall timber would have rivaled that of the J-Man. Jeremy Cameron. Uh, no, J Jesus. Oh. The, the carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy, yep. Yeah. Big, big J. Hence his, hence his handiwork around the timber. Humble J. Humble J. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with big journalism. <laughs> you, could, you could have believed Brad could crouch on water after this match. <laughs> With 34 disposals and eight tackles. Fuck. While Noel was putting in a triple shift using the power of the Father, Anderson, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but his healing touches could only do so much for the Gold Coast faithful. 38? Yeah, 38. Fucking yeah. hell. Huge. 
On the back of a nine goals to four second half, the Saints, fueled by divine inspiration, continued their undefeated run, and the Suns tried hard, but once again proved they can't quite shine under the roof of Marvel Stadium. St Kilda, 17-11, 113, defeated Gold Coast, 8-12, 60. Tough. Tough to watch. Yeah. Real tough to watch. Um, there was a there was a few non-calls that had uh, pundits on Twitter up in arms about what is and what isn't holding the ball. Yeah. Uh, nothing's holding the ball if you're from St Kilda, it would seem. Well, the um, greater Melbourne area. Yeah, that that too. Fact. Um, mm. yep. The more I watch footy this season, the more I truly believe it's VFL versus everyone else. Um. That uh, and Jack Higgins is infuriating. Oh, uh, he sold a sold a massive flop to get a free kick mm. for a quote unquote high fend, and I was uh, I was not happy. I'm, yeah, it, it, yeah, fucking. Hell. It doesn't look like a nice guy either. So it doesn't help. No, no. It's so frustrating because they're they're all the same. The Selwoods, the Higgins, whatever. Take your pick. They're always at the, like, 60, 70-degree angle. Hair's already flying through the wind, neck cocked back. And you think, where else was he going to go? Yep. (laughs) Going to, you know, Michael Jackson his way back up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although, ironically enough, defending the umpires, I think they've been, at least in the first four rounds, They've been pretty fair with the high tackles and the ducking rule. Yes. There's, been, there's been quite a few ducks gone completely uncalled, as they rightfully should. Yep. Yep. And Very true. Certainly as a fan and of the game, watching any team play, it's been it's been good. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was getting a little bit out of hand. Even there's been a couple that have been on the edge and they – that I've noticed that mm. haven't been called. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is good. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Just trying to find they, the they're line. They're getting the ball off the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they're on the way back up. But, yeah, no. Yeah. It's good. Been pretty good. Uh, and for those following along, I'm uh, 0-4 on Saints games this season. That one was a bit of a gimme. Due for it. I think yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. They can't stay this good... While so injured forever. No. So fucking frustrating. Yeah. And I have a theory that once their good players are back in, they'll play very differently. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, So just still continue tipping the opposite of Isaac. Probably. Until proven otherwise. Yes, correct. Correct. Probably true. (laughs) That's what the science would show. We're not out here saying, you know... Don't put your arm in a cast if it's broken just because, you know, it's due to... <laughs> <laughs> due for a miracle. Due for a miracle here. Yeah. Um, no, go with what's been proven correct yep. so far. Yeah. Don't take your chances on chemo. No. Didn't work for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve Jobs reference? Yeah. Yep. Fucking hell. Poor guy. It is sad. It's it's sad to think. No, it's sad that he made so much money. Fuck. No, it's it's sad that he had a pretty good life. It's just sad to think the idea of anyone going, yeah, nah. I've got my crystals. 
Because you wouldn't let a you wouldn't let a guy walk into a burning building. <laughs> Firefighters. Oh, it's a bit different. I'm protected. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my my you, crystals. They absorb all the free radicals for me. You wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't let a devout <laughs> you wouldn't let a devout Christian climb into the mouth of a great white and go. My faith will save me. The the worst part is right. Might climb into the mouth of a whale though. Your Gwyneth Jonah Paltrow's, for example. Mm. Now I'm not wishing any harm onto her. <laughs> no, of course not. Definitely not because I'm not a fucking sadist. I don't know. About, I'm not a psychopath or whatever. But I mean, you watch Hawthorne every week. (laughs) More to come on that. Um, But if she was to get cancer, (laughs) you can almost guarantee she's going to light a candle, grab her crystals, and microdose mushrooms for three weeks. And then she. On the point zero zero one percent chance she will be cured, and then her, she's going to write a book. She's going to have a whole new TV show, and she's going to make people try and cure cancer with crystals. So just lock that in, all right? So when the market opens for that, lock that. We'll sell. Uh, we'll have our own line of Gwyneth Paltrow's Ooh. cancer crystals, but we'll just like you know change the spelling by one letter. Yeah, instead of goop, it'll be like hoop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something G-H. like G H. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a capital I instead of the L. <laughs> we'll do it with zeros or, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. Could you tell? <laughs> Some would argue you don't like her uh, more than Elton John. Yeah, because she spreads misinformation. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I feel I may have triggered some people with my free radicals comment. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think they'll understand given that Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was renegade. <laughs> this isn't the BBL. <laughs> all right. That's all good. Matt's got a sticker on the back of his vein, so we're okay here anyway. Yeah, that'll cover us too, I think. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's got a radius, radius of like yeah. two meters or so. so. Yeah. AOE protection. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. AOE protection from spell damage. Age of vampires. <laughs> I always have garlic in case. So, Good move, actually. Yeah. yeah, I should be keeping garlic on me more often, I think. Mm. With this new blood extraction speed technology, <laughs> though. <laughs> Vampires are quicker than ever. <laughs> so, what I don't understand oh, We is don't suck blood anymore. It takes too long. <laughs> I get mine Stab on you with a syringe. Get mine on you, Bloods. Oh, fuck. I get a box of it weekly delivered straight to my house. Oh. No, but seriously, it's all a big conspiracy, though, because, I mean, as you've alluded to, um, blood extraction's faster. Mm. But putting it back in is not as fast. They haven't correct. They haven't yeah. researched that uh, mm. nearly as much. So I think what Big Blood wants us to be dependent on them, <laughs> um, and as a society, in ten years or so, it, it's not looking good. It's looking pretty dystopian mm. at this point. Everyone will be walking around like just husks of skin and bone <laughs> with no blood left in them, <laughs> like just enough to just operate. Blue. Yeah, just yeah, blue people. <laughs> It'll be fucking Avatar. <laughs> 
Avatar, but the shittest version of it ever. <laughs> no cool tales, no cool like feats of athleticism, just blue people. <laughs> they'll just they'll just be rich people that are just like bathing and drinking blood all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and their kids will be like pretending oh. to take blood out with a syringe and stuff like that. Fucking Bill Gates, dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now to the game I was watching out of my right eye. <laughs> the Sydney Swans looking to catch the power off their game at the SCG. The Swans flew out to an early lead, striking first through Peter Adams in his revenge game versus old side and managing to hold the power goalless at the first break. But the power flicked a switch, and with Zach Butters sliding up forward and scraping in a goal, we ended up all square at four goal six, ready for the main break. But the Swans issued a warning in the third quarter, Chad kicking his second goal and adding to his disposal count. He went on to finish with 30 for the match. The hosts nested on a 14-point lead at the last change, as it was conveniently pointed out by the AFL.com.au commentary, Port Adelaide were finishing the match, kicking to the scoring end of the ground, where 10 of the 12 goals kicked had been scored. Definitely not putting a curse on the Swans in any way. We don't believe in that. No. <clears throat> Isaac Heaney added to the Swans' lead, but Todd marshalled the troops. Jed Mackin teed up his first goal of the year, giving Port a two-point lead with five minutes to go. Nick Blakey struck the Swans back into the lead after a 50-metre penalty, but Jeremy put his fin laces through the ball for his third goal and reclaimed the lead for Port. With 30 seconds to go, Ollie Florent took a mark inside 50 and lined up for a shot to win, and it needed to be a goal. As Florent, as Florent ran into kick, the siren sounded, and it looked like he nailed it. No thanks to the fans' arms in front of the camera. <laughs> but much like Christmas morning, when Dad forgets to track down some AA batteries for the toys and ruins the day, the old forwards of Sydney forgot about the battery of the port back line, Alir Alir, jumping from the pack and powering his fist through the ball to register as no score and upsetting his old team. Port Adelaide, 9-12-66, defeated Sydney Swans, 9-10-64. He is actually a weapon, though. Oh, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. It, it sucked to lose him down back, that's for sure. Mm. Mm. Unlucky. Yeah. Uh, n- not a great choke job by the Swans. Had a, had a decent lead. In, yeah, uh, a bit of an expert in choke jobs? Or? Ga- gave it up. Um, <laughs> definitely nothing to do with AFL.com.au pointing out that most of the goals, you know, 90 plus percent of the goals had been kicked at one end of the ground. Was it windy? I don't think so. I don't think it really matters at the SCG either because it's a full stadium. Yeah. You know, it's not that big. Well, the wind could blow in under the scoreboard. I suppose. Ooh. <laughs> Further investigation is needed. Uh, well, I mean, we've already alluded to us performing multiple acts of science this episode. <laughs> I don't see why we can't add another. Add to the list. Yeah. Add it to the uh, experiments list. Yeah. Well, right, a- right under... Um, Removing the bones from Matt's arm to see how hard he can uh, slap a chicken and see how many times it takes to cook it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, a lot of experimentation is just taking someone else's experiment and modifying it a little bit to get a a, a more precise answer. And so obviously we know the answer to 
how many times can you slap a chicken with a piece of machinery but we have absolutely no idea how many times a human being with a boneless forearm could slap a chicken Mm. to cook it how many slaps from a boneless human wing does it take to cook a chicken boneless wing i couldn't tell you because the science just isn't there yet (laughs) (laughs) we're working on it yeah we just need funding (laughs) that's a tough sell (laughs) Sounds like something Super Butcher could be interested in. <laughs> they uh, they seem to be doing all right without without our advertising, but it's hard to gauge metrics because we don't have an affiliate link, and so, we've been advertising for over a year now, and they've expanded to two new stores oh, on the Gold Coast. Interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what also they might be expanding too quickly, mm. and uh. Like a large star, when they expand too quickly, they may just collapse in on themselves, um, and that's when we'll be there to uh, to light the fire and spark it again, and just make sure that that little ecosystem keeps itself going. So um, there will be there will be a time, um, I'm sure, where we are the driving force behind the success of Super Butcher on the Gold Coast and the greater butchering universe. Perhaps we just make all our game recaps based on butchering puns. Butchering and meat puns. Richmond games, easy. Yep. Uh, Collingwood games, easy. We need to workshop the others. Yeah. (laughs) We'll think of something. (laughs) Yeah. I like it, though. On to Essendon Bombers versus GWS Giants. If a giant falls in the west part of town and there's no one around to hear it, does it make a big, big sound? What is sound? Matter moving, vibrations through the air. In space, there is no sound. There is no air in the vacuum of space. The Greater Western Sydney Giants play a game of football at Disney Presents the Marvel Kingdom Megadome on Earth, where air exists and therefore... Sound exists. How do we define sound? Is it simply an energy that exists? Or how we as humans hear and perceive this energy? What is energy? I don't have the answers to these questions. I'm just a local idiot who enjoys sports. Amen. The only thing I know is that the Western Sydney Giants stink at footy. (laughs) And the Dons ain't much better. The Essendon forces loaded up their bombers and took a US Vietnam style approach to the rice paddies of Marvel Stadium, coating the field with Agent Orange and spraying the goals with napalm. 11 goals, 22 behinds. The chemical attacks left casualties on both sides, with Sam Wiedemann suffering a concussion from prolonged exposure to the Orange Agent. Mm -hmm. There were no real winners here. I guess communism was narrowly defeated by the Dons. I suspect, much like Vietnam, the Giants will be crippled and deformed for years to come as they struggle to rebuild. Final score, Don's 88, Giants 75. I wasn't expecting any of that. <laughs> this recap brought to you by the uh, Australian War Memorial in Canberra. Getting in early for the uh, Anzac Day <laughs> round. Don't skip ahead. 
Uh, Still got two weeks for another long <laughs> weekend, so. Yep. Counting down. <laughs> I, went da- I went down a rabbit hole of what, really? s- what sound is. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I both hate and love GWS's song. <laughs> it, it's, it's bad in a good way. It's pretty bad. The fact that they rhyme giants with giants in the following line really irks me. We're the biggest, the best. Yep, I guess you are. Really feels like... I don't know. The classic joke uh, in The Simpsons. Uh, the guy who owns an animation studio walks in. He goes, we need a new idea for a, a, a character. M- make it a dog. Call him Poochie. But, you know, obviously workshop it. <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> Everyone just nods and agrees. And that's it. <laughs> you know. The song surely was written down on a napkin uh, <laughs> over lunch by some members of the AFL committee and it it never progressed from there I suspect I I believe from memory um the giant song had an actual uh like song known songwriter contribute to it oh uh the cat empire's harry angus mm mm tough look <laughs> <laughs> wait the Cat Empire? Yeah. Fuck's sake. I liked them. <laughs> liked? <laughs> That's where you omit yourself from the IMDb biography section. You know, so someone like Yaquilin, who's a super fan of Miles Teller, goes, I know Miles Teller was in this movie, but it's not an IMDb. He's removed it. You know. <laughs> Doesn't want to be associated. It happens. Uh, so yeah, he, he's uh, solely responsible for the song. Solely, yeah. Oh, even tougher. <laughs> Bet he got paid a bag though. Probably. You hope so. Probably. All right, moving on. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sunday afternoon, and I was ready to watch my shoe of the week take on the Grounded Eagles over in Perth. The Demons, fresh off a big win over last year's grand final of Sydney, were looking for their next victim to fall into their torturous trap of high-octane footy. (laughs) Bailey Fritch bagged a trio of sausages for the visitors, and we should have known Petrarca was going to do well. The Christian rising to the occasion with 29 touches, (laughs) kicking three majors, despite a nail-sized hole in each hand. By the end of the match, Kaziah finally realised he needed to aim for the big pickets, adding a pair of fourth-quarter goals to his five behinds. While Tom McDonald showed everyone love snags, even if the burgers are better in the land of Hungry Jacks, leading the match with his four goals. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar Allen showed he's the key forward of the future for the Eagles with three goals, but it was Kelly who was left to make a last stand for West Coast in the middle, grabbing 36 disposals and two goals on his way down after being outnumbered by Lucifer's lieutenants. 
for Eagles fans, it must have been like watching feathers get plucked out one at a time when the Demons' torture session was over. Melbourne came away with a resounding win. Melbourne Demons, 19-12, West Coast, 9-9-63. And the theory still rings true uh, when a team's a favourite by more than 40 points. Mm. Uh, you just hammer that all day long and they'll probably win by 60 or more. Yep. Yeah. Every time. Uh, it was looking uh, close-ish for, you know, half a quarter. The whole West Coast team had a good first 10 minutes of the first quarter. Um, <laughs> and then it just slowly got away from them from there. Yeah. Uh, slowly got away from them. May hmm. may consider uh, putting a, a bar in place of picking against the West Coast for sure another week. Just glad there. you didn't say that for Hawthorne, so that's cool. That's good. <laughs> Speaking of, go on. Geelong Cats versus the Hawthorne Hawks. Now, <laughs> I was sat at Launceston Airport through security, sat down at the table, ordered myself a Tasmanian lager of sorts. Uh, a Bogues or a Cascade, perhaps? It was a Probably Bogues, a Bogues triple, triple X. Yep. Yeah, which was fine, flavorful for a mass-produced lager. Um, but I whipped out the KO Sports mm-hmm. and I plonked it down there on my table mm-hmm. and watched a very enjoyable first quarter performance <laughs> from Hawthorne Football Club. Oh, no. uh, the Hawks raced away uh, in the first quarter and they kicked they kicked three lovely goals, uh, including a, one of which that I thought. Bruce probably should have been penalised for, given that he he gave two immediately in the back of his defender right before the ball landed in his arms. But benefit of the outgoes to the forwards. Yeah, as as previously yeah. highlighted. Yeah. Um, Geelong did get their shit together, <laughs> uh, and the quarter ended with Hawthorne up by one, which was a lovely time for me to hop on my aeroplane. That's a win. That's a, that's great. They've won the match at that point. Exactly. Stop, so stop the count. so i proceeded to hop on the airplane and just before the next quarter started i I heard oh the last cabin door has been closed please turn your uh phones onto flight mode and so i did because i'm a i'm a good boy Mm -hmm. and i'm i don't obviously i don't want my phone um being the reason we all crash and die and i wouldn't have to wouldn't be here yeah um but i wish i did die (laughs) (laughs) because i hopped off the plane uh, and by hopped off the plane, I mean stood up, um, waiting for the cabin doors to open, um, and went, ooh, probably should check the Hawthorne game. And I did. You open up KO, and it opens up where you last were, and I'm like, cool, cool, cool. All right, just before the second quarter, mm-hmm. have a little. I, I'm not going to st- sit there and watch it, right? So I'm scrubbing through a little bit by little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Second quarter was still looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawthorne went into the... Uh, the main break up by one goal and three behinds. I was like, another away another here. win, two wins for the season. Pretty good. <laughs> and then I skip once after half time, and the score was about three billion to the same as Hawthorne entered um, half time with, and I went, "Oh fuck, there's been a mistake." It got ugly <laughs> quick, <laughs> uh, and uh, turns out there was no mistake. 
uh, Hawthorne failed to enter their forward 50 in the third quarter, whereas Geelong uh, meandered into their forward 50 22 times. Waltzed in. And they kicked 10 goals, five behinds in that particular quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, So the scoreboard was, in fact, not malfunctioning because it was working for the other team. Yeah, unfortunately... um, there was no issue with the KO Sports broadcast. Yeah, well, it wasn't like the uh, like the Suns, the end of the Suns game where the clock stopped working properly. It's not like and any of our basketball games where we forget which team is light and dark because supposedly it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the final score was like 127 to 45. Um, Geelong won by 82 points. Um, but uh, yeah, Jeremy Cameron. Did some did it, things. Yeah, he um he did it for the other JC. It was a bit of a weekend for the JCs. Um, and he kicked <laughs> he kicked seven goals, one behind, had twenty two disposals, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of did everything really. Um, and that's um, yeah. Matt and I were laughing uh prior to this match because we had a look, you know, anytime goal scorer odds oh. on bookmaker of choice. Yeah. Um, and it was like. Dollar fifty, dollar forty-five, something like that for Jeremy Cameron to kick four plus goals. Five plus might have even been, and that's just laughable. Yeah, okay. Like you know, the good players, the odds sort of suggest they kick between two and three, somewhere, somewhere in there. Mm. If you take four or five plus at those odds, it's just not worth it. No. They've got to get the ball so many times and have so many shots on goal and be accurate. And then, you know, he just waltzes out and kicks seven. So, oh, yeah, okay. Odds make sense now. Uh, He had a pretty good day out. He had a pretty good third quarter. No, I think he was the only... I think he kicked two in the first or whatever, but, yeah, like, fuck him. He, uh, he could be in for another big one. Who are they playing this week? The Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, fucked. They're fried. Got uh, got tuned up just in time. Mm. The old cats. Yep. First win of the season. Pretty good one. They got the wheels moving. Yeah. At, at this point, as West Coast, you have to be thinking, if we can lose by less than 81 points. Yeah, then that's a win. We're on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sounds couldn't ridiculous. Help but, couldn't help but notice I forgot to put in a shoe-in as well, so I um, shoot in that game, which is going to be really great for my shoe-in margin. <laughs> Look, at this point, margins won't be of a concern to us. <laughs> the season's only early. I can come back. <laughs> It could happen. I will come back. <laughs> could happen. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, shoe wins, I took Melbourne. Obviously, won by sixty three. Matt had Geelong, and Keelan had the other side. Unfortunately, big swing. Uh, <laughs> Matt's on four at the top of the leaderboard. I'm on two. Keelan's on none. Um, I don't see the problem. <laughs> Fair enough. I raced away with it last year. I can do it again. True. Okay. Yeah. Just early early days. Yeah. Early I'm days. not worried. There's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so many lactose products in this one. No, we had <laughs> we had a rule. Hold on. 
<laughs> we said no milk. <laughs> so what's the concoction? One liter. <laughs> Full cream dairy milk. <laughs> it's a three liter of milk. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> You guys would have to deal with the aftermath. I'd still be here. We'd still be recording an episode afterwards. So, oh god! All right. Oh, oh, and one other frustration I had to deal with over the weekend. Right, made a trip down to uh, New South Wales country town, mm. Evans Head, over mm. the weekend. Lovely. Was there on uh, Friday evening? Meat tray raffles, uh, Easter egg, you know, tray raffles going on. Whole shebang. Won a couple of meat trays. Winner, winner. How good? <laughs> Big flex. Yeah. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> country New South Wales, not really known for its AFL watching, right? Big rugby league, aren't they? Big rugby league. <laughs> big, big, big rugby league town. Um, surprisingly, there was a bloke in a Sydney Swans uh, jacket in there, hmm. funnily enough. A vintage jacket? or uh, No, pretty pretty shiny, just quietly mm. with the new logo on it and everything. Interesting. Um but big rugby league town, right? Bowls club going off as it does on a Friday with the raffles. Chockers. Uh, there's, you know, main seating section near a bar. Chinese tables over in the corner. Then down along the wall, along the front wall, there's more sort of bar tables, no kids allowed, in the corner. Sports bar with TAB and all that. Past that, pokey lounge, mm. right? Chockers. Don't really, can't really find anywhere to sit. Go have a look out the front. Bit wet. Guy playing a guitar just by himself mm. at a billion decibels for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't sit out there. Went back inside. Found How was it. his wonder wall though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not not great. Did you play Nolsey? I don't. I it's couldn't. A bit of a staple. Yeah, I couldn't hear any Nolsey. Fair. Um, Ears were bleeding at that fa- point. Yeah, found a bar table, right? And I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, yeah, a bit of footy on. There's, I don't know, 20 TVs in this place. There's a lot, right? There's screens that show the raffle numbers. There's screens that show the racing. There's screens that show the virtual racing markets. There's now fully electronic horse and dog racing, which is wild. Uh, no animal animal cruelty, though, so, yeah, you know, but like you win some, you lose hell. some. It's basically the pokies, it's, isn't it? It's vaping. But, it's literally yeah, just yeah. vaping for it's, gambling it, addicts. It's, it's the vaping of racing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still bad for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, so there's one TV I find that has AFL footy on and it was the North Carlton game Ooh, at that time. Right? I'm like, okay, good. Unfortunately, like I could see it. It was on an angle above the door, like the main door outside. And I was like a fair distance away. So I could see it. I could see mm. what it was on and not on an ad break. I could sort of make out what was happening. Eyes are good. Couldn't read the score. Right. Sad. So I had to result to whipping the phone out and taking uh, photos in Uber Zoom mode oh, of no. the screen to uh, to to check the score. I have proof here. There you go. That was as far as my phone could zoom. Oh, the, it's like when you forget to set up your TV properly and it's still a little cropped. Yeah, like it's oh. you're missing the bottom of numbers there. Yeah, exactly. So I managed to sort of make it out, and it and it comes into. It could have been maybe halfway through the third quarter, something like that. And all of a sudden, I, I look up, I come back from the bar with another beer, and I look up, and it's not on the TV anymore. And it's not like a Macca's ad or anything. It's not the ads I recognize. Mm. And I'm like, what's going on here? And I look, and then I look at the TV to my right, which had the rugby league on, and it was 
it was, I don't know, uh, South Sydney smashing someone. Couldn't tell you. Um, and then there had been a break in the rugby league. And this was like, I don't know, 10 to 7 p.m. Mm. I knew the next rugby league game wasn't starting till 8 o'clock. And this AFL game that was halfway through the third quarter got switched over and was just showing Fox League panellists talking like the other eight screens in the establishment had on. There's nothing. And I was like, bruh, there's one game of football happening in this country right now and you aren't showing it. You changed the TV off of it. There's nothing better than listening to... I don't know, an entire panel of people with severe concussions. <laughs> with CTE. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that sort of ruined my time. Um, Evanshead is a very small town which swells during school holidays. So being with Vodafone, I get no reception there because all the juice is sucked up by everyone else. Oh, true. Um, and I could only check the score when back in our holiday place thanks to my uncle's Wi-Fi of the place that he rents out next door. I just tap into that. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I was very disappointed to come back. And, and it being close in the third quarter and I yeah. come back and see that North lost. Yeah. And, but I had to wait, you know, until the raffles were done, like an hour later to figure that out. Oh, I was just sitting there like, mm, interesting. It was a good game. Looked like it. Yeah. The bits I could see. <laughs> um, there, there was the critical point, especially, you know, most North fans have the thousand-yard stare. From the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, quite some time before then too, unfortunately. Uh, and there's the critical point where you realise we're not winning this game. I was ready to get up, turn it off, ready to leave. But I found myself sitting back down because North, uh, surprisingly, didn't give up. They kept playing. And that was huge to see. To an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Really excited. It used to just be come out, markers up, bomb it down the line, <laughs> comes straight back in, 50-point deficit in the first quarter, heads down, give up for the rest of the game. Don't be sensible. You'd, uh, you'd just... <laughs> you just It seems like a way. solid plan to <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> not fun to watch. No, definitely not. Uh, I obviously didn't cover it. <laughs> I'm now remembering, but... Uh, Mackay and Kurnow combined for 10 goals. So they were just... Fuck them. Yeah, it was going to be... Running rampant. Going to be tough with, you know, losing your best two defenders against those two. Yep. Yeah. All right. uh, I'd do a snag back as a recap, but we did very poorly. We got two goals combined from our five guys. So Doesn't look good. uh, Five guys? Not the burgers and fries. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> skip, skipping over that. We don't need to cover it. We did yep. poorly. Uh, we'll just go straight to uh, tips out for the boys for round five, a.k.a. gather round. Uh, here at FTB, we are not financial advisors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Prior performance does not indicate yep. future performance. Better your own risk. Read the PDS. Yep. Uh, bet with your head, not over it. Think about what you could be spending this money on. Um, what's the other new? What's the new? What's the other new one? Um, oh, where are they? We should know these. We should. What are you really gambling with? Nah, that's one. Wait, should we? <laughs> well, yeah, because we watch enough sport and yet sport ads. 
I watch enough sports highlights on YouTube that well yep. and yep. and and, and tabletop gaming that my ads are gambling yep. and target. As someone that has never signed up for a gambling account, they're doing a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, gambling and mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> if I see another fucking top war ad, I'm going to top myself. <laughs> Is that the one that used to have Kate Upton? No, nah, wasn't that Raid Shadow Legends? No, it was See, be- Raid Shadow Legends. It was is before an, Shadow is an Legends, interactive online RPG. It was before RPG. Yeah, it was before. Yeah, then. it was the one that was wild. Actually, <laughs> that was like it was like the first the point. Yeah, mobile game with some with advertising like that. Game of War Fire Age. That's it, the one. Yeah, it wasn't just techno music mm. and screen grabs of the game. way too loud well, um sound effects yeah. from the game well now all the all the ads i get are just influencers pretending to be playing the game mm, yeah and they're the worst it's like no they're tough. no one's streaming this mobile game no <laughs> there is a zero percent chance mo- many people are actually playing this yep you look in the uh twitch category for that mobile game and it's that streamer, and then six blokes with no viewers. <laughs> Ooh, I'm hopping on before it's big. <laughs> I'm going to ride low. this wave. Buy low. <laughs> um, but as Maddie said, uh, we're not financial advisors. Um, I am very consistent, though. I've tipped four games right each of the four rounds, uh, and that's got me in dead last in the tipping comp. Am I not dead last? No, um, I was so far last when I screenshot and sent it to Maddie that there was you and then an ad and then me. <laughs> it was like everyone else, 50 feet of shit, and then me, basically. You're the horse that started the race backwards and went the wrong way. I must have done something right for for not last week, but the week before mm. because... I went down five places with my tips last week. Far out. Yeah. That's shocking. I, I when I went to the doctor yesterday, the doctor asked me, Oh, is there any, you know, uh any are you feeling run down or is there any additional stresses in your life that might have caused um caused the, the chicken box to come back out basically? Mm. And I was like, Oh, not really, I don't think so. And then I get home and have a think about it. Um Carolina Hurricanes had lost three games in a row, barely holding on to the top seed in their division. Uh, Gold Coast Suns just got pumped by 53 points, and I was fuming. Um, <laughs> what else was there? And then I looked at the uh, tipping leaderboard, and there was everyone, then an ad, and then me at the bottom. <laughs> and, yeah, so when I got back home, I was like, yeah, maybe maybe there is a little bit of stress going on. So did you, you tip four last week? Yeah. I tipped um, three. Ooh. Yeah, not looking good. Still above me, though. Yeah. Look, it is what it is. Still above me. All right, should we um should we rip out some tips for gather round in uh in and around Adelaide? Let's gather our tips. How good. All right. Um at least it kicks off um with an Adelaide team playing the primetime seven forty PM slot on Thursday night. Adelaide Crows versus the Carlton Blues. Man, this is a tough pick. Yeah, I haven't really looked at any of the games bar one so far. Um, 
I'm going to go Adelaide just because it's at home. Yeah. And they've I, been in pretty good form. I think that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I'm surprised that the consensus is on Carlton. Mm. And Adelaide, Only by 10 cents. Yeah, Adelaide have uh, Darcy Fogarty coming back in as well. But, but Carlton also have Sam Walsh coming back in for first game. But they have a big out. Who? Can't remember off the top of my head. Sam Doherty probably. I'll have a geese on the afl.com.au phone application. Completely free of charge. Works absolutely flawlessly. Don't have to sign up to anything. Don't have to give blood. Don't have to put in your uh, Microsoft chip number or anything like that. Has an active countdown for how long until the game starts. And every quarter yeah, as it is, well. It is Sam Doherty. Yeah. Is a, is a primo app. So shout out the AFL for their app. I'm going to ride Adelaide too, but maybe by 10 points. I think it will be a good game. I'm going 16 points. Adelaide by 16 for me. I've gone 17, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. This guy. Yeah. Watch Carlton win. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, it, I want Adelaide. <laughs> I don't know. I feel in my gut, but I feel like Carlton's going to win. I don't know. Hope I'm wrong, but I'm tipping Adelaide. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Suns, Frio, stitched up early Friday afternoon time. Nord Oval. I think the Suns win. Yeah, I'm going Suns. I think Fremantle's in shambles. I yes, I love the support. Mantle. I truly do. Um, You've obviously picked the Suns. Yeah, I'll be picking the Suns. Yeah. We um, I think we uh, need to pick up some wins here at some point. Yeah, uh, if we're going to play finals, so no time like the present. I think Stewie has gone around the boys. Um, you know. Mm. Ben in particular, he's going, mate. Fucking kick some goals. I know how much you love popcorn, but you can't be eating it before the game. Every game. It's just... No extra butter. Giving me a heart attack. Nothing like that. Yeah. Going to need to catch something. Couldn't catch a cold at this point in that bloke. <laughs> That'd be kick, nice. Kicks one goal. One goal, one. <laughs> um, Yeah. Some of the games have been close enough mm. or certainly would at least be closer uh, if he caught at least one of the six dimes dropped on him. Yep. Get a goal, bit of scoreboard pressure, bit of momentum. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. All right. What's the conditions like at Norwood Oval? Like, <laughs> couldn't tell you. We can only assume it's a shithole, right? Uh. Capacity up to uh, 15,000 people. Um, well, given that it's Gold Coast versus Freem- Freem- They're not going to cap it Adelaide. out, that's for sure. Yeah, you're going to um, sell like 14 tickets. <laughs> Interesting. I'm seeing here that there is a running theme between the teams that are graced by playing Adelaide Oval and the also lovely Adelaide Hills. <laughs> Meanwhile... Mm-hmm. Four teams have been relegated, if you will, to uh, Norwood. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> 15,000. Um, Segregation of prob- the AFL. Probably <laughs> roughly the same size as, uh, you know, Metricon-ish. It's not much bigger than 15K. Yeah, okay. Um, Bring your picnic mats. 
Yeah, exactly. It looked like it was a bit of a hill. Uh, yeah, Adelaide Oval, uh, eight ten p.m. Friday, Sydney, Richmond. Uh, Sydney, <clears throat> excuse me. Ah, Christ. I think Sydney bounces back. Tough well, though. Yeah, I don't know. Really I think, hard. I think this could be so close. This mm. one. Yeah, no one's chewing in this game. No unless, way. Unless you want a fucking heart attack. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this this one is not going to be good for the stress level. That's for sure. Yeah, chuck it on the over though. Sydney for sure. Oh, you could pump the over in this one. Hold on, great call. Let's have a look. Over one hundred and sixty-seven and a half points. That's that's easy money. Yep. Shoot out eighty-five each, and you're there. That seems really low. It does seem low, actually. It's a bit sus. They know something. <laughs> I know Norwood Oval. Oh no, sorry. This is at Adelaide. This is Adelaide. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Interesting. We laughed when Jeremy Cameron was a dollar forty on five goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we'll be laughing when we put our life savings on the over on this game. <laughs> <laughs> please kick straight, please, please, please. In an unprecedented showing of footy, no goals, forty nine behind. <laughs> never, <laughs> never before seen. <laughs> uh, terrible. Uh, who have you landed on, Matt? Uh, for Sydney Richmond. Yep. I'll go Sydney. All right. <sighs> Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Never catch up with this, right? Um, Sorry, was that Sydney? Yep. Yep, Sydney. Yeah, cool. Sydney it is. <laughs> Lock it in. All right. Uh, and at the huge Adelaide Hills Oval. Is it actually? Uh, 5,000 stadium capacity. Training ground, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Um, With a name like Adelaide Hills, though, it just sounds lovely. It does sound nice. Yeah. Um, North Melbourne, Brisbane Lions. <sighs> I know I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you should not tip Brisbane Lions away from home. That's a very valid call. Last time Brisbane played in Adelaide, they lost by 54 points. Mm. Just putting it out there. To Port or to... Port Adelaide, round one. Mm. Well, that doesn't really count. I'm just throwing out stats here. <sighs> you can't you, you can't argue with the stats, I guess. I've, tap, I've tapped North Melbourne on my tipping app. No emotional hedge this week. Full back. Full send. Nothing but support. I don't know. See, I'm at this point where I'm so far behind, I need to try and pick games with an upset that no one else is going to pick so I can make up, you know, yep. two points essentially yep. sort of thing. Go the double. Um, mm. This could be one of those. I can honestly say from the Carlton game, there was no answer for Harry. Mm. He, whatever word you used before, waltzing into the inside yep. Harry... Leisurely strolling. He was moonwalking in. Moonwalking Jeez. all over the field. Harry Mackay. Oh. Yeah. I thought you meant your Harry. And uh, sadly, I imagine with Danaher and even Hipwood, mm. Uh, mm. it could be a similar problem. Yeah. Charlie Cameron running around. Yeah. Cameron's not the one I'm too no. worried about, funny no. enough. 
And it's the big guys. Harry wasn't. Mm. Harry is a unit. He took some remarkable marks, which I don't believe, certainly not Hipwood is going to be taking. Like no. Breeze will take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> In the windy Adelaide Hills, he might disappear. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be out in the Great Australian Bite before you know it. <laughs> but I, He'll I, be out with all those fucking oil drilling bad boys <laughs> out there in no time. I guess it's all coming down to will North show up with a really good game and will the lines not travelling affect Danaher enough? Mm. Mm. And Cam- Cameron, obviously, but... Man, if if he kicks less than five, six goals again, I'll be happy. <laughs> he's unstoppable. He's uh, yeah, he's very good. Um, this is the tough Bicky's pick, honestly. This one's real hard. Uh, what I what I love is plus twenty eight and a half points for North Melbourne. No, that that's Ooh. a bit rude. <laughs> if that stretches out to thirty and a half, six goal head start, maybe, a five goal head start, maybe a little beach house, a little sprinkle on that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and and the over surprisingly low in this as well at only one sixty. Is it forecast like fucking rain hail? Must be. Yeah. There was one ninety in North's last game, and you, you know, got, got to look into almost two hundred in Brisbane's last game. One sixty for Lions North is a little bit interesting. Let's check the weather. Oh, Showers all well. Saturday. Chance on Friday night too. Mm. What's the Adelaide Hills like, though? Run those. That's different. Uh, welcome to my house in the Adelaide Hills. <laughs> I'm standing here in front of my Lamborghini. <laughs> I miss that uh, guy. Yeah, I, I think. Give me those ads back. They were like, funny. I can make fun of that instead of, hey guys, welcome to Top War. It's like, mm. Fuck. Mm. Just it just hurts. Um. All right. Uh. Forecast is rain all day uh, in the Adelaide Hills on Saturday as well. Mm, interesting. Um, mm. I'm going North Melbourne. Ooh. Scrappy in the wet. The tall blokes won't be able to do anything. Ball, ball will be too slippery. Just well, quietly. If, um, going back, just quickly on the rain thing, mm. definitely back Gold Coast then. Oh, absolutely. Fremantle, dry weather team. Yeah, and Gold Coast, ball might be slippery in hand when it's dry. But it'll be slippery for everyone. Exactly. So it's all good. Like it's it's an even, even playing, playing field. field. Exactly. Ben we King couldn't might... have said that any more in sync. <laughs> ben King might clunk some in this game. It's entirely possible. He's already used to it being slippery. Cholly's gonna pick up lots of little lots of little pieces <laughs> off the ground. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay, I'm on north. I love to see it. Ballsy. Oh. I gotta make up points somewhere. We both do. I'm gonna do that. Well, We're going to fly above everyone else as you watch. <laughs> we'll ride the highs and lows together. <laughs> we can't have two Storm of the Beach hosts riding the bottom of this tipping comp. We need to get past Harry, who will, I don't know, three three more weeks, he's going to forget putting his <laughs> tips every week. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, you know. We'll, just scrape above him. Yeah, just pick the home team for the rest of the Not season. Last. You'll probably beat him. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. Warren Buffett strategy. <laughs> By the dip. <laughs> uh, Melbourne Essendon at Adelaide Oval. It's entirely Melbourne. There's no fucking way. Melbourne. He says now. Yeah. I, I, man, Essendon. A Jew to get fucked. They're, 
they're yeah ripe for a hey, for a rod during. I reckon they played all right, and if they kick straight, could be could be dangerous. Mm. Yes, but the Giants aren't a good football team as no. well. <laughs> Not by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. I don't think by any metric. I certainly want to see Essendon go down too, so I'll just take it for that alone. Sure, their wives do as well. Um, wow. Yeah, Melbourne. I'm surprised by the odds on the doggies versus Port. It seems a bit rude. Yeah, but you'll never tear them apart or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. home game. I think know. they've caught a case of the Jason Horn Francis. They did win though last week. Just. Just. Bulldogs are in winning ways as well, though. Yeah, they're on the up. They've been looking real good the last two weeks. Yeah, like their midfield like is is actually good. <laughs> <laughs> like like there's there's boys in there and they're they're actually firing again. Oh, man. Continue continue upward trajectory. I'm going Bulldogs. I'm going Bulldogs too. I think the Cause also fuck you, Koshi. There's just so much to love. Yeah. Bontempelli, Smith. Mm, and less so Smith. Decent team, on the up, and hopefully the cherry on top of watching Koshi in disarray <laughs> post-game. But you are right. <sighs> they are hard to tear apart at home. Mm. I mean, we see, we saw what... Actually, I mean, Adelaide ripped them apart at home, didn't they? That was technically a port home game. Minced them up mm. with their chainsaws. Adelaide. <laughs> oh, man. Hagen, Waitman, Bontempelli. They've got some guys. This is true. Rory Lobbington. Lobbing it to Norton. English. Oh, man. He had a, such a big game last week, too. Bulldogs. So he might be Bulldogs on the up. Oh, I can't forget Libba. Fucking hell. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Back the mo. They got some they got some fellas in there, even if they do have shit tattoos. These are some wild takes. Yeah. He has a selection of tattoos. He's got a selection of tattoos that your fifteen year old mates would do on you if you fell asleep at the party <laughs> first. Yeah. <laughs> what do tattoo artists call it when they, they have a sheet of tattoos you can select? Um, oh, a flash sheet. Mm. His body is just one flash sheet. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's pretty tough. Yeah, West. West Coast. Coast. Mm. Bit of a pick em. <laughs> <laughs> could, could go either way. I love to see 4% on West Coast. That's that's just delusion. That's fucking audacious is what that is. It, it's me- it's got to be mental illness, <laughs> right? <laughs> Both teams have... One win. Oh. Geelong Any- had a percentage boost the last week. It's anyone's game. <laughs> it's Geelong, dude. I'm, I can't not back Geelong there. It's Geelong by so much. And they've I, got the they've got the minus 43 and a half as well. And just you'd hammer that. Quietly for the culture, I think none of us should be picking Geelong against West Coast for this shoe-in. This no, week, def- just, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's unsportsmanlike. Yeah. <laughs> At at worst. Maybe we should just pick one game a week that we rule out can't be the show in. Not a bad idea. Because, yeah, 
So I feel like we should be trying to rule out the one with the biggest odds. There's no odds out for this game yet, but fucking hell, if Geelong aren't like ten, uh, sorry, if Geelong aren't a dollar ten and West Coast aren't ten dollars, I'll fucking eat my shoe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much yeah exactly what it is on on a different bookmaker of choice. It doesn't provide the odds for actually the okay. ESPN footy tipping. Yeah, well, dollar dollar eight to eight dollars. Yeah. When someone that doesn't gamble regularly basically nails the odds, oh, yeah. you know you're in trouble. Bookmaker over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we've got uh, GWS and Hawthorne at Norwood Oval. There is a bit of a pattern with the uh, with the grounds being used and certain teams there playing is on them, isn't there? A little bit interesting. Mm. I don't know who to pick for this one. I'm picking Hawthorne. <laughs> what do you believe? I can't in good conscience... <laughs> Pick Hawthorne. You also kind of good conscious pick fucking GWS, dude. I can, but I this know is a they suck. Bottom of the table <laughs> clash. The, this is must miss TV for the week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love saying that every week. Uh, as every week for the fucking Hawthorne game. <laughs> as I may have said previously off air, I can't mm-hmm. remember, but um. Hawthorne showed a decent, had a decent showing against North Melbourne uh, at Utah's. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Giants have a good showing. Hawthorne played a good half of football mm. against Geelong. They did. Took time off in the third and then came back and had a 10% showing in the fourth. So that is. If you do the math, 60% showing against uh, reigning premiers. Yeah. Um, they just made the unfortunate mistake of letting a star-studded forward line get the ball a lot for an entire quarter. A bit of a take I did see, though. Mm. You, you you take Green, the good one, or the better with a, one. With an E. Yeah. Yeah. And you put them on any other team, and they win the premiership. Mm. Too bad he's a bit of a flog, though. I don't think that's the hottest take I've heard. Mm. So I guess, yeah, you. Man, this one's tough. Giants, it is tough. Giants Mitch, notoriously Mitch back in training, by the way. Just a quick yeah, I saw update. that. That's not bad. Um, Giants notoriously not good on the road. Not a good road team. Even yeah, even in Canberra, they're not very good. Mm. Um, Hawthorne, obviously, fly to Tassie. Bit more open to travel. Reasonably similar plane durations. Mm. Going to Adelaide. Yeah, not that far. Pretty similar, like you know, a little bit chillier weather too. Yeah, it, it, the forecast like, like, was for chilly, for colder yeah. weather as well. <sighs> this really is a festival of footy this weekend. We've, we've actually had some tough choices. Yeah, no, I'm going Hawthorne because. Uh, the Giants lost to West Coast earlier in the season. <laughs> Duh. Oh, man. <laughs> Quick, Matt, before this podcast is two hours before we've even put our fucking tips in. <laughs> I think I have to take the Giants, but I hope I'm wrong. You're allowed to make mistakes. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, and to finish the gather round, um, 
It doesn't have the same ring. I just can't do it. I can't say gather round. It's grown on me. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, yeah, well said. Truly, don't hate it. Gather round and watch some footy. Thank you, Collingwood. I'm starting to well and truly believe St. Kilda don't drop a game this season. They're this due, is it. It's they're, over. They're due, for, they're due a loss. for a loss. It's Collingwood. Look at look at the list. It's the 150th anniversary Golden State treatment. 80-game win season. Yeah, but who's, who's their fucking Steph Curry? Nick Dacos will be in a headlock. Free kick St. Kilda. <laughs> It's just that season. That's what I gathered from last week. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They're due for an umpire refresher, maybe. so mm. Perhaps. Um, I'm definitely going Collingwood. If you just compare the lists and non-injured players. Yeah, yeah. Jokes aside. <laughs> you have to oh, go so you're not tipping St. Kilda. No. Ah, you fucking piece of shit, honestly. <laughs> Watch them win this one. It just ruined my, my whole weekend. Um. Well, Isaac has tipped against them. So. Yeah. I've gone Collingwood for the record. Bad oh, luck to shit. take it into consideration. Bad oh, luck for true. us. So you're due to pick it correctly, though. Exactly. So do all Pies fans. <laughs> I I had Collingwood in before you made your decision, so I think that might affect me nah. in a good way. Doesn't work that way. I've tipped, a, turns out, if I look at if I look at my tips, right, I've tipped a lot of teams with um, stripes. Would you believe? Big in the on AFL. the stripes. Yeah, big on the stripes. Horizontal and vertical. None of that V shit. Um, <laughs> shout out Sydney, who I also picked. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. I was just going to say there'd been some uh, outrage from footy commentators. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Gather Round has even occurred, they already want to move matches back to Melbourne. Especially, obviously, this last one, St. Kilda undefeated, Collingwood having a very good season. They're like, oh, you'd get, you know, you'd get 80,000 in at the MCG rather than, you know, what, 50,000 at Adelaide Oval, for example. Is it's the, like, yeah, no shit, dude. You you play there every week. Yeah, is, is the Your purpose teams are from there. not to spread the footy brand? Well, I mean, it's already a footy state, so I don't know why they picked there, to be honest. Yeah, it should be just to here. keep Koshy quiet. It should, be with it should us. actually be here. Yeah. It should be in Queensland. I don't think we have enough stadiums. Ooh, they could. We'd have two. Yeah, they obviously. could just do it between the Gabba and down here. They'd get absolutely fucking thrashed. Those, <laughs> those grounds would. Yeah, yeah. Ma- I Magicom mean, would get thrashed. Those poor groundsmen have been yeah. slaving over that for years. Yeah, they they made it work during COVID though. Oh, duh. games on it every yeah, day. Yeah, wow. They were only relaying the turf every two weeks. I didn't think about the that. The whole actually. field they were yeah. replacing every two weeks, which is wild. But yeah, they had, uh, what was it? They had three seasons worth of AFL mm. games on Metricon at the time during that season, which is kind of wild. Maybe we'll get it here next year. Maybe. Cross fingers. Yeah. Um, Maybe. But, was- you know, who wants to go down and watch a festival of footy over the weekend at Adelaide? Ah, the holiday destination of Adelaide. <laughs> Probably beautiful weather. Uh, cold and rainy. Um, Adelaide, funnily enough, is a holiday destination for people over 30. Yeah, yeah. 50 perhaps? No. No, that, that comes up here because it's warm. Married couples wanting to go wine country. 
married You're couples, right. no kids. Yeah. Or kids <laughs> old enough they can leave at home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Convenient place. Grandparents. We're really restricting the target market for the entire region of Adelaide and the greater Barossa Valley, but it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think they should hold it here. Imagine suffering through watching footy in the middle of winter at the MCG, for example. Mm. It's cold, it's wet. Come up to the Gold Coast, it's mid-20 degrees. It won't rain for the three months. Like all of winter, there won't be a spot of rain. Yeah. It would just be beautiful. It'd be a nice break for everyone. Would be, be fun. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Never going to happen, though. No, no, no chance whatsoever. Maybe post-Olympics. Maybe post-Olympics, yeah. Oh, valid, they, actually. Once they get the light situation fixed at the Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> that well, set us back. Maybe the fucking traffic will be sorted, too. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um, let's quickly do some shoeys. And I think, obviously, ruling out the the Geelong game, I think we're all kind of doing it tough here, if I'm honest. But I'm going to quickly go Melbourne, just get that one get that oh. one done. I was going to go Melbourne too. Oh, the showing. Yeah. yeah. Melbourne has to be <laughs> the biggest layup of the remaining games, right? Who are they, who are they yeah, playing? Essendon. Essendon. Yeah, but oh, you reckon that's a layup? I think yeah. we've missed open layups before. We've all done it. Zach missed right under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Off an absolute dive. I, I went to. He I was so happy with this podcast right up until then. <laughs> <laughs> I went to do a left handed, like, put back <laughs> offensive rebound and just completely fucking whiffed it last night. So. Mm. It happens. I was the absolute king of missing the shot after the offensive rebound yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. All the work. None of the reward. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to put all my vibes against St. Kilda. I'm going Collingwood as my show of the week. Oh, God. Change your, change your tips. <laughs> <laughs> Run for the hills. <laughs> the Adelaide hills. Deposit all of your money from the banks and sit on it. But, look, I don't want to jinx it, but maybe shooing it in cancels out the hoodoo. We'll find out. We'll find out. Matthew? Science, isn't it? I'm having a... L- it's science if we write down and analyze the results afterwards. Yeah. I'll, I'll get it done. Thank you. I said I wasn't going to shoo in north this season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's paid off for you so far. All right, north it is. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty fun to show in the Suns. I was legitimately considering that and then realised I'm zero far. So, yeah, we've got Owen over here standing for Keelan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lock in the Suns. Owen yeah. Sorry, guys. Keelan's still in Tassie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Owen, go to work. Showing of the week. Gold Coast Suns. Bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off. <laughs> Uh, I guess we only have one game we could do a bag of Rooney for. But yeah, I'm just going to uh, throw it all together, our tune of the weeks, just to see what it... Uh, the odds? Yeah, what it spits out odds-wise. I absolutely can't lose. Shoeing of the week <laughs> from Storm of the Beach. Uh, $4.24 on uh, Sportsbet. Other bookmakers are available. Um, decent odds for a little three-leg play. 
That doesn't seem like good juice. Which is good. I mean, it's because Melbourne's dollar twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually. Yeah, I would admit Melbourne. See, there's no odds on the um. Collingwood's only one on forty-four the as well. So. AFL oh. on the ESPN app for that game. So oh, yeah, I, I yeah, wasn't yeah. aware of how much of a predetermined showing it was. Ah, right. I yeah. thought it was still ballsy. Yeah, fair enough. Melbourne's the safe leg that yeah. absolutely whiffs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I've just quickly put in Darcy Fogarty on the bag of Roonies. Yeah. Ooh. That was already in my mind. Uh, list. Quite possibly Walshy. <sighs> Is there any, anyone else that we know could be coming back? I reckon Jared Witt snags a goal. Do you reckon he's coming back? I think he will. Because it was only it was just literally soreness from going too hard the week before. Oh, yeah, he was doing him. everything. There was a collective... Uh, Steve Carell, um, his portrayal in the office, uh, cringe sigh, loudly heard throughout the entire Gold Coast last week, moments before the Suns game, as we all tragically realised Jared Witts would not be playing. You sure it wasn't uh, the, no, 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 no. Laid out and we were, yeah, we were very much like that. Because... Do they win with him? We'll never know. But he was the he was the heart and the engine of the previous game. Just an absolute powerhouse. Um, he has uh, what experts call ruck craft. Oh, he is um, fairly crafty in the mm-hmm. ruck. He is ruck craft. Your blitzarves just wish they could be anything like him. Oh yeah, the dogs. Now I can't figure out who else is coming back. So that's, yeah, that's no, me neither. I would say Chol, but I'm not uh, can't guarantee he's coming back in. Forward line's pretty solid for the Suns. Mm. Yeah, um, but he did kick two goals in the VFL last week. Just have that out there. Oh, Kashiski was in VFL last week. Yeah, he was too, actually. But went scoreless. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, not great. It was that was the game plan though. He wasn't the score man. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of game plan, did you see the sign uh, on the touchline for the um, Hawthorne game? The the noodles sign. I did see the noodles. Oh, I yeah. heard about it and then I saw it because I was listening on uh, ABC Grandstand mm-hmm. um, while I was washing my car. It was going pretty well for the first half. Listen. Listen to it, it sounded pretty good. And yeah. then yeah, they whipped out the noodles at some point. No, no, the noodles was seven minutes to go in the last quarter when yeah. it started raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well if you put up a sign that's clouds and wet, everyone that, that this is the logic mm. behind it. If you put up a cloud that you know, and and rain, everyone's like, Oh yeah, obviously so you switch into a wet weather game plan. But if you put up noodles, they just had like a running joke and they switch it to noodles. Yeah. The assistant coach or whoever that's holding up the sign, all of his mates make fun of him when he holds that up. Mm. So that's why he looks extremely grumpy in the in all the screenshots. <laughs> yeah, certainly uh, interesting wet, strategy. Wet um, noodle the rest of the season, um, bit, uh, is what experts were saying. Changing over to a <laughs> slippery game plan. It was getting slippery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move along. Yep. At risk of, we're already two hours, seven minutes in. The viewers love it. We don't have viewers, we've got listeners. 
the listeners and viewers of the reels love it. There's no way that camera is still going. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick. Uh, NBA, uh, we had the play-in. First games of the play-in tournament today. How did I miss we that? We did. We did. Oh. How did you <laughs> miss that? What the fuck were you doing all day? I thought it was still a regular season. Oh, jeez. So we had the... Uh, NBA guy. <laughs> The seventh, eighth seeds played today from each, each conference. Yeah, so right. the Atlanta Hawks beat the Miami Heat. Yep. So Hawks get the seven spot. Uh, I believe the Heat were actually seventh. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and then the Lakers beat the Timberwolves in overtime, so they get the seventh spot in the West. So Lakers are in to the playoffs. Uh, how come the Pels OKC didn't play? They play tomorrow. Yeah. Well, right. So that'd, that'd be why. So nine. <laughs> Because they're scheduled for yeah tomorrow. The following yeah. day, yeah. Yeah. Um, the nine ten seeds play tomorrow, so Chicago at the Raptors, ooh, and mm. then Thunder at the Pelicans, mm. and then the winner of that game plays the losers from today's game to get the eighth spot. So that will be the Timberwolves for the Pels or OKC. Yeah, mm. probably Timberwolves Pels. That's what I'm going for anyway. Tough. OKC's ruined their season. Because they didn't tank hard enough, and we weren't going to go anywhere in playoffs anyway. They're so why why are we here? Just not having. We do have enough first round picks anyway. So. I I can see them beating the Pels. I'm incredibly nervous. They could. The Pelicans are pretty strong favourites, but it could happen. The uh, the Pels are their own worst enemy, and when they play well, you really believe they could win the finals. But you don't know what team will show up. Mm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they have the benefit of being at home, at least. So they have the crowd to pump them up. That's mm. pretty big. Pretty good uh, Pretty good crowd at the yeah. Smoothie King Arena yep. or whatever it's yep. called. Fuck off, that's its name. Smoothie King Arena. You're not serious. I don't know what the last word, whether it's arena or whatever, but it's Smoothie King. Smoothie King Center. There you go. Yep. Is it literally a smoothie bar? Like, is it like the well, boost juice of the US? It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called Smoothie King. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> the king of smoothies. It's like Burger King. No, the I... King of I, burgers. We we don't have that. You rule. I prefer Hungry Jack's. It's it's the classic tall poppy Australian thing where you don't like the king. You like you just like, you just like Jack because he's hungry. <laughs> you know? Insatiable hunger. Yeah. Um, he craves... <laughs> What about Donut King? Oh, I don't get many donuts. Yeah. Um, I've never liked them. I think Kill- what? I, th- I think Killen could be onto something. You don't like I don't like Donut King. No, okay. That's fine. Uh, you fresh po- make your donuts, right? There. Yeah, no, no, no. See, like fresh any donuts are yeah, pretty good. Exactly. I just can't fit exact them in, same in my business. very often. Chips is chips too. Exact same business, same model, same recipes, but called Keelan's fried circles. You go, oh yeah. You can still call them fucking donuts, can't I love that. <laughs> but you walk past and you go, Donut King. Who the f- <laughs> Who the fuck made you king, cunt? <laughs> Who does this guy think he is? Keelan's Fried Circles. So I'm selling donuts, obviously. Anything Pineapple circular. Fritters. <laughs> <laughs> Expand your mind. That's it's, it. That's all I've got. It's cutting the middle out of cookies and frying those. <laughs> Onion rings. Onion rings. I fucking love onion rings. Man, these onion rings are sweet. We use the same fryer as the donuts. 
cinnamon oil. <laughs> oh man. You would you would hate the uh ham king Chinese restaurant in Evans Head then. Yep. Certainly not the king of hams though. No ham. I mean there's some sort of pork product in the fried rice. Spam. It's all pink. <laughs> there's no deviation in the texture either. Yeah, it's spam. <laughs> I don't mind the name though, funnily enough. I'm so, getting mixed messages from this fucking guy. He, he's oh. just racist. Yeah. It's just, uh, just a bad joke, really. <laughs> no need to bring it up, or whichever one of us hosts said it. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been Keelan. Fuck no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, well, you might at least like the Smoothie King Center mm-hmm. is <clears throat> commonly referred to as the Big Easy. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I've <laughs> it's never, a great story. Never Isn't that just the whole city of New Orleans? Ah, uh, you might be right. Uh, I feel like that's all of uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Referred to as the Big Easy. Was that? That makes more uh, sense. I think it's just very relaxed down that way. You can drink out on the street and stuff like oh, that. Oh, can you? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Six months of the year is just permanent carnival. <laughs> <laughs> People throwing beads at each other. <laughs> The Big Easy. Uh, it's a bar rated four and a half stars. 77 Stanley Street, Darlinghurst, New South Wales. You could, you can <laughs> almost hear Isaac's eyes roll <laughs> in his skull. <laughs> Google much, Chief? It's a synonym for the city's spirit. It defines how the, the folks in New Orleans embrace life. The point in human history where technology... Where, when technology reached a point where you could Google the answer to anything, anything in real time mm. on a device out of your pocket, anything was game changing. It was truly the invention of fire for the actually kid. <laughs> anything <laughs> used to refer to a thing, no matter what. Yeah, I've just I've just with anything. Pre- previously, all wankers were dismissed and ignored. They can now whip out their smartphone. That yeah. nerd used to have to go back to the library <laughs> and find the encyclopedia that had the knowledge written in it. When you come back three days later and go, so fellas, um, uh, actually, <laughs> in 1943, it was the Met. No one cares anymore. They've moved on. The Mets did what in 1943? I don't know. Peak war years? <laughs> Probably didn't play the greatest baseball of their career. They probably fielded a women's baseball team. Mm. They weren't progressive enough back then, I don't think. I don't know. I, I, I think that women did fill in during war times for sporting events. Yeah, but they had to dress as men. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the old Shakespeare men dressing as women. <clears throat> Christ. Um talking about but that's yes. what everyone listening is thinking what yes. the fuck are we talking correct, about correct matt you can literally uh access the knowledge that the human race has discovered yep. throughout time at your fingertips all of the information you'll need to know or that ever was can mm. be accessed right here mm. yeah how profound no longer you had to uh fight over uh the encyclopedia at the back of the classroom that had the letter of your name on it at the end of the school year 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, on to the NHL. Yes. So we had a big announcement today, fellas. Oh. And I'm uh, very pumped and I'm trying to work out how I can make it work. But we're going to have NHL ice hockey down under. Confirmed by the NHL this morning at 10 a.m. Big. Melbourne's going to host two preseason games uh, in their global series between the Arizona Coyotes, the Desert Dogs, sending them out here, and the LA Kings, obviously, you know, pretty big market team here, actually. I don't actually. hate that. Uh, going to be played in Melbourne at Rod Laver Arena, obviously, where the tennis is played. Yep. Uh, on the 23rd and 24th of September. Oh, That's not great for you. It's not great. <laughs> But I'm trying to make it work logistically. Oh, Sam, we're honeymooning in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, as I said here, I've got some big considerations to make with my honeymoon plans, uh, which is immediately before then. Um, so I think I may travel somewhere and then fly down to Melbourne for an evening or two during that time. If I've got enough money floating around. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big fucking gift basket at the front of the ceremony. Hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. make my way down there and then make my way back up to Hamilton Island for the next wedding. Oh, fuck. Which I have accommodation booked That's, in for. From is that the, not the week after the, the, the hockey too? From the, I have oh, accommodation from the 27th at Hamilton Island. Five you night minimum. Grand, AFL grand final day in. Five night minimum. Hamilton yeah. Island. Yeah. What? It's an Airbnb, oh. so we're sharing with uh, Zach, friend of the show, as Smart. well. And then you've got full kitchen and laundry yeah. and a golf bucket to drive around. How big is the TV like in yours? Uh, I'm not sure. Because we, we actually will be needing to watch the grand final. Look, looks decent, decent issue size. Yeah, I did see that uh, grand final will be on while yeah, we're there. Given that it's going to be like Hawthorne Suns, we probably should be watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, given, given that it might be a bit pricey to fly down and fly back. Yeah, especially if you're already doing it the weekend before yeah, as well. Yeah, just quick back-to-back weekend trips to Melbourne. Adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so logistically, I'll need to sell this to someone very important in my life and how to make it work uh, and come up with a plan on how to pull it off. But I'm pumped. I'm going to try and get to one of those days, probably the match on the 24th, I would think. 23rd was the Saturday or the Friday? Uh, I believe it's the Saturday. Hmm. So, yeah, they're doing mm. Saturday, Sunday, preseason games. Um, this is big news. It's it's massive. I have big friends who are big fans uh, of hockey. Mm. And many a couch to a surf on. <laughs> <laughs> and they, um, they had a big press conference in Fed Square this morning for it and stuff like that. And the even better thing was... They said, we're not planning on doing it once and never coming back. Oh, so that's lovely. That would be cool yeah. if they uh, keep keep doing it. They're basically just using the technology they use for the outdoor games that they have at like football stadiums and stuff up there mm. um, because it's, you know, a <laughs> tennis arena and not equipped to, and, and their equipment that they have is very expensive and delicate, mm. not really easy to ship. So, Fair. so yeah, uh, I believe... In, I don't know, around July or something like that, uh, they're starting to ship the equipment from 
Canada directly from Vancouver directly. Fucking it's going to take like 90 days and then they spend 12 <laughs> days setting it up. And they're planning on putting a big jumbotron in the middle of the arena from the roof and everything for the full yeah. experience. Now, you would be correct in thinking that a tennis court isn't quite big enough to fit an ice hockey rink. Mm. And Rod Laver is just, but they have to take the seats off one of the ends on the lower bowl section no to squeeze it in. So some of the seats up high on one side will have obstructed view where you'd probably have to look like down over to see all of it. Mm. Um, but otherwise, the ones we're going to forward have, will be those ones. Yeah, probably yeah. a bit like right up the top, and you'll be able to see like the goal on one end, and that's it. They ship it in the classic uh, NHL arena jumbotron, or no? Uh, I don't know. They're planning on putting something like that, so <laughs> we'll be watching it all on that. I think likely. <laughs> Um, I'll watch it on not KO Sports because there's no fucking way pre-season games are getting broadcast. Oh, absolutely KO. not. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, so, yeah, they're planning on having ice level seats all the way around on three mm. sides and then one end, you know, pushed back a bit. That's cool. That is huge news. Um, slightly inconvenient timing, but <clears throat> it is what it is. There'll be... Will there not be AFL finals games? Not on that weekend because there's a week b- break before the uh, grand final. Oh, sorry. Yeah, immediately before. Yeah, perfect. Yep. Wow. It yep. might even... I assume they took that into consideration. <laughs> no, I think they considered that your wedding was the weekend before, so they couldn't Yeah, and then, then we had one the weekend after, so... Yeah, they were yeah. Like, oh, well, I guess it's the one in between. We're going to squeeze it in here, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, And... As far as the NHL goes, as a whole, we still only have one confirmed playoff matchup because it's so tight <laughs> still. And there's teams have one, and there's like two teams with two games remaining. Mm. Um, and we still don't know who's playing who just yet because it could, could still change. Otherwise, playoffs start very soon. Very keen. Keelan, any, uh, any football in it news? Uh, a recommendation to watch the highlights for Arsenal Liverpool. Oh, it was a tie game, uh, but it was a lovely game. Would recommend. And uh, even though the important team is out of the Champions League, um, I'd like to briefly touch on the <laughs> quarterfinal matchups um, and my prediction. So, just quickly, Real Madrid Chelsea is uh, one of the matchups. Milan and Napoli are on the other side of the bracket. Um, Both of those games, the first leg haven't happened yet. They happen tomorrow at 5am. The games that have happened, Bayern and Man City, Mm -hmm. uh, Inter and Benfica. Now, the Bayern-Man City is on the same side of the bracket as Chelsea and Real Madrid. Yep. There is 0% chance that a team from the other side of the bracket wins the Champions League. Because it's going to be a semi-final between Real Madrid and Man City. And whoever wins that is going to win the league. You reckon whoever wins that could beat or will beat Napoli, for example? Because Napoli's yeah. getting through from I that think, side. I think Napoli is the team yeah. to get through from that side yeah. because they're playing very well. But I, I think I think that Man City Man City's and uh, pretty fucking handy. Real Madrid are different gravy. Yeah. So. It'll... Uh, Three nil easy clap for Man City this morning. Yeah, you watch the I watched the highlights for that, and that was very unusual because three quarters of the highlights are Leroy Sané 
for Bayern <laughs> taking shots from outside the box. Pucks on net, man. You got to get him in front. He was pumping up the shots on target <laughs> for sure. And because it was, you know, rainy and shit, the ball's doing fucking these oh, yeah, ones, yeah, dude, yeah. all over the place. Just hooping around. Edison didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had some glue on his on his gloves, dude. He was uh, having a day. Um, but, yeah, essentially it's Real Madrid or, or Man City. But that semifinal is going to be lethal. Oh, that's going to be massive. Yeah, that's a wake up at 5 a.m. happily and watch that because <laughs> that's going to be outrageous. Uh, Haaland's so good that any time goal scorer is seventy for him. Like, that basically means that they're saying it's more likely than not that he's going to score. Yeah. Yeah. Which is absurd for soccer. That's outrageous. Yeah. <clears throat> At, when when it's like against some of the, you know, uh, relegation battlers in the Premier League, he goes down to like 160. They're like, yeah, he's in. Thomas is going to, you know, sling the ball across to him and he'll be just like fucking charging in front of the net, he's knock the- it in. <clears throat> Jesus, I'm sounding like fucking BT over here. Um, <clears throat> it, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it, it's not just his talent either. It's no the feed that he gets. Yeah, is outrageous. Yeah. Mm. So pretty easy just to tap it in from where he's receiving it. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just put a body on it. It's going in. <laughs> <laughs> and he's broken the record for most goals scored by a Premier League player in all competitions in a season already with like 45 or 46 or something. Crazy. Yeah, because he's scored a billion in this Champions League. Okay. But yeah, so. Crazy. Um, you know, he's not bad. My prediction Pretty on good. him getting injured and flopping um, might not have been correct this season. <laughs> but no one's perfect. Yeah, people make mistakes at yeah. the end of the day. Um, yeah. But uh, at least I'm here to own up to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, um, should we flip a coin? No, I think sensibly two hours and 25 minutes into a podcast, we should probably... Uh, do premium tips. Do the premium <laughs> tips. <laughs> yeah, whose who's flip is it anyway? Uh, it's my flip, actually. Oh, yeah? What do you got? <laughs> uh, Who went last week? Matt. Yep. Did you win? No. No. What'd you tip? Heads. Mm, it's heads due. Interesting. Uh, heads would be due then, yes. Um. But I'm just looking at prior performance. Uh, not that it indicates future performance, but <laughs> could be telling. Uh, I'm going to go tails. Ooh. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's tails. <laughs> Fucking hell. I picked the wrong effect. I'm really sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Um, Congratulations. Never, never fails. He's, um... I think he might have uh, figured with the sliders. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been saying it since day one. <laughs> Magnets in the coin. Weighted coin, perhaps. I don't know how he does it. Uh, yes, coins have weight. I even used the uh, <laughs> the same, you know, uh, flip simulator website on my phone last week he did. for it he for did. integrity purposes. Oh, I mean, 
it is a variable that we have control over. So that's that's good science is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're writing down these results as all good scientists should. Mm-hmm. We didn't start with a hypothesis though. Uh, hypothesis is tails never fails. <laughs> so far proving pretty correct. Yeah, for <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> About a billion percent. For those who want to know, uh, 64.29% tails, uh, 35.71% heads out of 56 flips. Mm, I don't have a sound effect for this. So, uh, maybe just... All right. Uh, good catching up. See you next week. Uh, cheerio. I do have a little thing to add. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can wake up Jeff over here. He's out that of the clouds. <laughs> if you've made it you this far. the ending so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people have already left. Ah. Uh. If we run this for long enough, they'll very obviously realise that was <laughs> not the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if we just hang around for another 15, 20. I had a <laughs> anonymous tip from a friend. Not anonymous at all. Did it wear protection? No, I, I don't even know why I said those things. I'd like to start again, please. Yeah, sorry. Let me just roll it back. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> Cut. <laughs> that was half decent. Fans of the audio cassette would have loved that one. I received a message on Facebook from a brand new listener. Yeah, right. Uh, recommended through a previous listener of the show uh, who can go under a fitting alias of Pastrami Baloney. Uh, he's Italian, so, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Um, They're on the wrong side of World War Two, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, they get what they deserve. <laughs> Jesus fuck! Good, no, good food though. Good Absolutely amazing. Why we let food. it back in? Good friend of the show. Fucking <laughs> uh, um, Carlton supporters. I think I think he's listened to every episode. Mm-hmm. Who? That's something I have to look into. A guy I know down in Melbourne. <laughs> fucking old mate. This down guy. In Melbourne. Does he live on in fucking Carlton? His name's Paul. Uh he lives. Paul or Paulie? Paulie. It's definitely Paulie. <laughs> Where does he live now? Couldn't tell you. Fucking Ligon Street. <laughs> no one in our no one in our age bracket can No, we definitely can't afford Ligon Street. The no. restaurants are too nice. Mm. We can't even afford the pizza there. It's like thirty bucks a pizza, dude. Probably pear and prosciutto though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um fan of the show has been listening to a while and uh I guess told his mate about it mm. and his mate clearly liked it enough to message us about it and let us know that he thinks it's a funny show. We get a message. Yeah. That's pretty good. I did on, see on what, a, Instagram. I did see a message notification come through, but I'd never checked it. You I have, I have not, not <laughs> probably don't want to open that. Why? Uh someone's done a mischief on me. Did Perhaps you, a sibling. Did you message a bot? Yeah. One hidden request in messages here. What's going on? I'm not. I'm not seeing any bots, so that's okay. I'm also not seeing any messages from any alleged fans. That also. 
I was sent the message over Facebook. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so just directly to you. Yeah. But yeah. What's the mischief that was done to you then? I'm confused. Well, now I wish I hadn't said that because now you're going to look for it. <laughs> and it's in there somewhere. Let me see. I'm not sure how to oh find my it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've found said mischief. Save that to your phone. Post it. Is that you doing yoga? I don't remember what I was doing. I oh, believe praying to the pelicans by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Ramadan, actually. Valid. Um, oh, there was some. I believe that might be the. Is that the cow portion of the of the cat cow pose? I I, I have no recollection. Uh, of what... Downward dog position for those. Uh, trying to think of what he may look like. I came home to someone laughing, going Ass in the air. Who who runs the Storm in the Beach profile? I, I thought, <laughs> okay, it's a very dangerous question. Yeah, Downward Dog is the way to describe it, for sure. Yeah, Downward Doggy, yeah. yeah. It's there now. Saved to my phone now, that's where it is. <laughs> Just where it's meant to be. Little Could password protected folder or... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the old calculator app. <laughs> <laughs> so amongst Paul... A true classic. <laughs> with Paul and Zach, we now have three listeners. Dan? Four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> We're growing exponentially at this point. We're like, like a disease. Unbelievable. COVID eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> How good. Well, good to hear. Yeah. Appreciate the feedback. We successfully ran for an extra seven minutes just for that. So <laughs> I'm sure everyone really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, worth it. Yeah. Definitely worth it. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for a, a treat on the Instagram page. It's going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheerio. <laughs>